Hey, hey you, what are you doing over there? Staring at your wall? It looks like it could use something. I bet I know what it could use. A pet portrait by CQ Works, which is me. All right, guys, I've got an official Facebook page for my pet portraits. You can go check that out. It is Pet Portraits by CQ Works. You go in there. You can also go to my website, calebchoir.com. Order yourself a pet portrait, not just for you, but for your loved ones. Who doesn't love looking at your favorite dog, your favorite cat, favorite chameleon, octopus, fish, octopus? What? <laughs> Either way it goes. Hit me up on Facebook. I would love to paint for you. And if you're interested in other decorations and stickers, my website has that as well. CalebChoir.com Hey, you. Are you looking to get into that ba- that bathing suit? Don't laugh at me. It always fucks me up. <laughs> hey, you. Are you looking to get into that bathing suit before the end of the summer? Uh, you trying to lose some weight? You're trying to get in better shape? You're trying to improve your health? Well, you know what? You need to head on over to the Keto Dojo. Why can't I keep a straight face when I do these ads? I don't know, man. The Keto Dojo on Facebook. Look it up. Just type it in. You go to the search bar. You hit Keto Dojo. And it pops right up. It's the first thing you'll see. You click on it. Go there. You're going to get good recipes. You're going to get great support to try and help you live a better life. That's the Keto Dojo. On Facebook. <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> Sorry. Try, <coughs> try and do an ad over here. <coughs> so if you listen to some of our past episodes, you may have recognized or listened or heard, listened, heard that uh, the mic keeps going back and forth. But I mentioned that I was in a gang. And with that, I mentioned that I was going to write a book about that gang. And with that, I mentioned that I had already previously written a book. Well, you can find that book at lulu.com. Hold on. <laughs> lulu.com slash spotlight splash splash slash Dale's Inc. The name of the book, it's all fun and games and tell. You can get that in hardback. You can get that as an ebook. Also, my youngest son wrote a book called Tree Town. You can find on that same link. And that is also in an ebook format. So that's lulu.com slash spotlight slash Dale's Inc. Go to it now. Your intro. Know, hold on, let's see. We talked about. Uh... Come on, man. I thought you were. They already had all this, all this together. I don't, have, I don't have any notes on this thing. Let's see. <laughs> you don't have any notes. <laughs> but you take notes all the time. I know, but they're fucking stupid notes. These, these notes are, are crap. Are you, <laughs> oh, no, come on. I mean, they're over. Um, okay, hold on. Let's see. You can do it, man. Welcome to Craft Conversation. We're Craft Conversation, and we talk a little bit about craft beer. We are hills. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Today on the episode, we have Brian Cox, yes, I said Cox, and Ben Banky uh, from Oak Road Brewing Company. Are you still practicing, or is this the intro? Yeah, I'm still practicing. Okay, so that was not loud enough. No, because, yeah, I'm, I'm doing my under voice. Um, <laughs> Oak Road 
Okay. You ready? Oh, yeah. Welcome to Craft Conversations, where we craft a conversation and we have... That's not it. Welcome to Craft Conversations, <laughs> where we craft a conversation and we talk a little bit about craft beer. Today on the episode, we... Oh, wait. We are your hosts. <laughs> Brian Tales. I'm Caleb Choir. Right. Or Steampunk and Jesus. There you go. And today on the episode, we have Brian Cox and Ben Banky from Oak Road Brewing Company. They're going to talk to us a little bit about their third anniversary coming up. Jesus, three years? That's a long time. Enjoy this episode. Definitely one of my influences. <clears throat> Howard Stern, Joe Rogan. Rogan's really oh, good. Oh, Rogan's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, Howard Stern is too. Huh? Regardless, if you go back and watch. Just one set of headsets. We're going to share. Oh, no, we're not even monitoring headsets. <laughs> well, we have another sure, set, man. but we don't have any <laughs> dinner that goes all the way. Yeah, we got a fourth set, but we don't have an extension cord for it yet, so. Whatever, man. Of course, fuck. One thing at a time. That's how it goes. Can I post? Yes. Absolutely. And, Did uh, Josh and Chambers yesterday? <laughs> and this Chambers is, is so funny. Such a, such a that's our level over there that we're shooting for, so... Which one? Uh, all the way at the top? Or or right where you're at. Yeah. Right yellow. You want to right be high yellow. yellow. I can speak loud, you know that. Or yeah. Just for you, Caleb. We all know you speak really loud. <laughs> Yeah, right. I think they're gonna be fine over there. What are you taking picture of? Of that? Yeah, I was gonna post on Instagram. I wanted yeah. to ask. Actually, they're gonna have cool bumpers. Bumpers? Bumper shirts. I'm glad I didn't wear my shirt. I was gonna wear this. Shirt. <laughs> oh, said, nah. that would have been cool. We all it's, gonna be it's gonna be weird. It's gonna be weird. All of us know one another wearing the same shirt. That would have been funny. Yeah. Waters for everybody. Waters for everybody. Oh, look at this. I was going to ask, do we get pizza too? <laughs> no, I already asked. I got yelled at. No, I said, we eat pizza, but not during the show. <laughs> I just we eat during the show? We've never eaten during the show. <laughs> no. We, we did something one time. Oh, the very first, like, uh... No, the state of the podcast address. We had those little sausages or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. The whole time and making noise. You just listen to. Yeah. It was. That's funny. It was, it was awful. Really so you guys any anything? No. No, we haven't. Just came from the brewery. Just came from the brewery. We've been working all day. Damn. <clears throat> all day working. We just got that walking up. We filled you know, it up. We'll take a break. Oh really? At some so point. It's up and running mm-hmm. now? Yeah, so the walk-in's up and running. So, we can now actually so have all that uh, beer is outside now. All the beer's gone outside. Uh, the anniversary beer is still in fermenter one, but it'll be ready in the next two weeks. And then uh, just get did the Hefeweizen and got out that out finally. Nice. And um, what do we have left in there? Oh, CZ uh, finished up today, so that'll be out in about two more weeks. Yeah. So then we have people kind of people are missing disgruntled about that one. So I apologize, but me um, included. Actually. <laughs> <laughs> so, but you know, with that walking, that should help us out. So, yeah, well, that's well, good. That was a long time coming. It is a long time coming. A lot for, of things for are everybody. Coming. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, what's up, man? Do you want to do the intro? 
What intro are we talking about? God I damn think it. we should do an intro. That would be fun. No, it's just... Brian we... always says who we have in the pot in the studio. <laughs> well, it's usually after we've kind of sat here and acclimated for a minute. But yeah, I mean, we've got uh, well, Brian and Ben Banky in here from Oak Road Brewing Company. Here at local Somerville Brewery. The only one in town right now. That's who we got. The only in brewery in Somerville. You know, when I no, worked no, no, at Lowe's. No, no. The first and only the brewery first and in only. Somerville. Okay, Historically right. the first. Are you not on Instagram, <laughs> Brian? He is. He's under Dale's Ben's worried about what's going on with uh, yeah, social media. <laughs> well, that's yeah. fine. I mean, we trying to. I usually start recording well before we actually start the episode, sure? so I guess that's what Dale's Brian fit. Was so they can about. hear our banter. <laughs> Dale's fit. No, Dale's. No, beat. that's my son. Oh, but you could tag him. He'd be elated if you tagged him. Yeah, yeah so. they have the same exact name, which oh, is confusing you. when you're in a group <laughs> message. I'm like, all right, I have Dale's Brian and a Dale's Big Brian. Brian or a little Brian, right? <laughs> Which one's, <laughs> which, which, which one's Junior? Which one's Junior? The smaller version. The small one. <laughs> yeah. Regardless if he's starting or not, he's still the smaller one. Yeah. No offense, man. No, he's definitely... He didn't get my uh, tallness, for sure. Oh. My, my younger son did, but uh, Brian did not. Mm. Alex is taller than... Or Alec? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I won't, I won't tag the location so people don't come. That's the way. You should to. tag the location. No, I mean, come knock on this is already. Dude, this is, is, already is this that place with the sexy legs? It's, yeah. like, you can, it's like a geo, not a geo tag. It's, uh, it's got to be House of Zen on here. Four, or is it? No, it's on Foursquare. Yeah, yeah Foursquare. Dale, so you can't Garden. actually tag it. Dale's Zen Garden and Pub no, is on Foursquare. But yeah. We haven't loaded this as a Foursquare location yet. Or the studio? Yeah. That's close enough. Yeah, yeah it's Craft Conversation, Craft Conversation <laughs> Studios at the Dale's Inn Garden and Pub. It's, at the Dale's Inn Garden and Pub. That's funny. officially what we. So the other night we had Caleb on here, Taylor. We, uh-huh. we haven't posted that yet, and we cracked open a local ice house. Oh, Edge. Yeah, I never heard of that. Malt yeah. liquor. Uh, Brian told me that story. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> I wore my Budweiser in that shirt. <laughs> did you serve it in a brown paper bag like they did in Philly a long no. time ago? We did, we did pour it in the shaker glasses, though. And yeah, the regular absolutely. Glasses. It was great. He made like two ships in. Like, like, I wish you got a crazy horse. I was thinking some liquor from Mickey's uh, grenades or something. <laughs> well, I was gonna get. He's a drink growing up in Philly. <laughs> I was going for uh, Four Loco, is what I. Really oh, there you go. We could have done a Four Loco commercial. I thought they stopped making that. No, you can do that. I think so. I think they dotted down or something, but they still make it. Because when I was in Alaska, I bought up every single one they had in Alaska because That's they were supposed funny. to be getting rid of it. Right. I was I was gonna buy it and try and sell it, you know, on the black market or whatever. But <laughs> really? They, they never got on rid the of black it, market. So. You're gonna sell malt liquor. Well, a white market. Black Zima's market. back out. We should have got some of that. I don't even know what that is. That's gross. Yeah, but the biggest news today was the <clears throat> legalization <throat> of sport betting. Oh, what? Man, that, that was awesome. South Carolina yeah. did not pass that bill though. They haven't yet. Just the Supreme Court for the federal government has but of course uh, I'm from Jersey so Jersey is going to be the first state to do it they're going to have betting for the NBA finals yeah that's awesome that is right crazy. now it's just in Nevada yeah. yep final I change mean, was what, that what? in Nevada beforehand um I thought could you or was it only I thought you were in Nevada you were allowed to do sport betting oh no you absolutely could I had, I had an app I was stationed there for three years and I had an app and as soon as you cross the border <laughs> From the bottom to California, that app did not work. I mean, really, a hundred feet past that border, that oh app did not work. That's wow. The fact it that there was an app is fantastic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's what they were saying. It, makes everything you know, easier. it might not be legalized everywhere, but it, 
the apps are probably going to be out there. Yeah. And you're just going to be able to do it all online. And I love it. I, I can't yeah. wait. Because my son still lives in Reno right now, so I, I text him and say, hey, can you make a bet on this uh, fight or whatever, this game? <laughs> are you serious? Yeah. yeah. Do you win money off it? Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I won hmm. uh, money on the... Um, I would never... I, I won, won the, Clemson, the Clemson Tigers yeah. National Championship in 2016. I won. I put yeah. 50 bucks on it. Wait, you said you would never? I, I wouldn't know. That's pretty bold, man. Like, I, never? I wouldn't bet, but, man, I would have a sports betting place. <laughs> yeah. Think about all the money you make. Think of the taxes. Yeah, but, I mean, you just, I'd like, come on, at least bet a few times. Mm-hmm. I'm not even in sports, and I would bet. I guess that makes me more what, of a gambling What sport are you going to bet on? Dude, I would bet on all the sports. <laughs> just yeah, because I don't too. talk sports doesn't mean I have people that <laughs> I know. Just thinking is, Besides, I like golf. I can bet on golf. There you go. You're gonna bet on. Yeah, I don't even know how to bet on. Tiger Woods this past Sunday. Dude, I hear he's killing it right he, now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What do you end up at? Minus eleven, I think. Twelve. Ooh. I think. Yeah. Yeah, the TPC. I know he was like at one point he was like four back. Yeah. All right. Before we get too into this, and this is still pretty early, guys. We're only eight minutes in. Mm. But we have a lot of beer to drink tonight, if I'm not wrong. We have four bombers. <clears throat> Correct. We have four bombers. We brought. Yeah. And we have to keep this within. A time restraint because we want to bump this up to two episodes per week, which means I need to make this easier to edit on myself. <laughs> I went a little strong in the beginning. I got to dial it back for a little bit <laughs> until we get help, and then we can go full force again. Yeah, well, help and equipment because the equipment's been kicking our ass. But yeah, well, so we'll get there. I just yep. we're gonna keep it within two hours. That's cool because that's, that's exactly how long that stupid GoPro. <laughs> will work. I just think it's funny you're talking about equipment when we've just gone through our expansion. And, uh, so you guys totally understand. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Was, uh, that was um, that Challenge. was rough, man. Actually, let's yeah. talk oh, about oh, that oh, exactly. Uh, oh, hold on. Uh-oh. Let's I'm open a beer. Brian. Yeah. <laughs> We're getting a hold of Let's ourselves. open a beer and talk about that for a second, and then we'll get into the whole, how do we get here, uh, Oak Road type thing. Yeah, so what are we drinking first, guys? You brought four different beers. We so bought all the German beers. So your call. Got the Vienna Lager, the Joglin Board, which is Munich Hellas, mm-hmm. the Hefeweizen, and the uh, Munich Dunkel. All right, so let's start with the lightest. Yeah, let's do the, the, the Hefeweizen and the Joglin Board. Jog- I would say Joglin board, board. I like right, that. How are these labeled on here? <laughs> with the first letter. With the first. I'm gonna say J is gonna yeah. be for sure. <laughs> is, is that considered a J? That is considered a J. a J. Okay, so we got a J. Right I do write in hieroglyphics. Uh, quick fills, so I apologize. We did a quick fill at the brewery real quick, or right off the tap. No, that's fine. Oh. This is my job. This is perfect. <clears throat> oh, fluffy mic. Oh, yeah, it's a dick cat. <laughs> so, as Brian pours, other Brian, Cox, you are the master brewer, right? Correct, I am. Oh, I missed that shit. So, do you want to tell us about what we're drinking here? Or... Absolutely. They're quick fills, so it's not going to be. It's not going to be the best. So, the first one we're drinking tonight is Joggin' Board. Joggin' Board is basically our flagship. <clears throat> Beer, Joggin' Board's a Munich Hellas, which is a light lager. Uh, historically, it comes from the Munich area Sorry, in Germany. And uh, it is more kind of malt forward than it is really hoppy. And it's got a really, I think, more of a, I say always is a graham cracker. A lot of people say cracker type uh, malt character up front. It's very light, clear, clean. And then it has a light bitterness to the back end. It's not really uh, hop forward at all on this. So it's going to be a much more malt forward beer, something easy to drink, lighter. Um, this has been our top seller, I think, ever since we've opened, which has been pretty cool. It did take 
about two or three months to take legs, but uh, once I think the people came in and realized that we had something to offer them that they were used to drinking since uh, right. you know, we're kind of a light town that uh, I think right. it really took off. We'll move this just a tad. Although, <laughs> and I think uh, people enjoy the German beers, and we've gotten a lot of response kind of from that as we took that as our as our approach of what we wanted to do. Awesome. I will pause you before you continue. What the fuck are you doing on your phone? <laughs> Work. <laughs> this is the social Hold media on. guy. He is, he's the social media guy. So phones interrupt uh, the frequency when we record. Do they? It, re- it records a ridiculous... Uh, no, hold on. Okay. So you can keep it in your pocket. All right, no. <clears> but the moment I those, mine off and those things pass the desk... Really? So I'm good right here? Microphones right, insane. like if you're up here yeah. like this, you know, oh, to the mic. It interferes yeah. with the oh, mic. Yeah, I didn't know that. It says the guy who just brought the microphone up to the mic. <laughs> well, I guess we'll for, have it for plenty of examples yeah, after this. <laughs> but mine wasn't on, so I don't think it would do anything. Oh, it's not even on? I didn't on. have it open. Oh, okay. No, it's on, but I didn't have it open. So I don't, I don't know. It's transmitting. I can't anything. figure it out. It's the weirdest thing. Like, oh, my God. You know, when I was growing up, you never had to worry about all this crap. Right. What happened? <laughs> Dude, these are things that we never thought we had to worry about either. So it's a learning progress. Progress, process. Let's cheers. Let's cheers. Cheers. Let's the first brewery on the podcast. Yeah. I, I told oh, you to get the first brewery. <laughs> that's, and, uh, that's oh, my God. God that's right. <laughs> yeah. I was excited. First brewery. But anyways, uh, I didn't think you guys would make it. To yeah, be honest, maybe we would make it too. Why? You know, I don't think uh, I a lot of people hit. thought we were going to make it too long. No, no, not to feel like that. Okay, hold on, that's not it. No, at no all it's not I in a bad way. I, don't I think meant it is. not make it as the first brewery on the mm-hmm. podcast. I fear we would hit someone we, else before we them because had we had Justin Famulari and those guys on first. That was almost the first. Almost, yeah. But they're. Back Crazy and I mean, terrible yeah, at scheduling. Busy. So I also whined at Brian a lot when he was working to make sure we were the first <laughs> So that, that's really what I meant. I mean, I, I don't think I ever had doubts that you would end up closing as a brewery. That's just insane. The first. No, but I mean, when Come we on. opened, man, it was it was difficult. It's still, I think it's you know, it's a lot of work. Uh, I don't think a lot of people understand that. Like all of us still work our full time jobs. Even though there's so many people, we have, you know, a great team involved and, you know, Brian works for us and Caleb, you know us. Um, you know, it's still a lot of work I and mean, it's been a lot of, you know. Expansion made even more so. Oh, yeah, of course, because you got to pay for everything you just expanded with. <laughs> <All that too. laughs> yeah, bank wants their money, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how that works. It's not like you just have money to well, sit in the um, bank. So since we're on the subject, so how did you guys all get together? I mean, I know there's, what, four of you that, that own the place? Yeah. I mean, how did this whole thing come together? Ben can tell that story. It's yeah, a good story. It, actually, ben, it is an odd. I've heard that story from you once before. I think you did a good it's job. A, it's different. It's a unique event. <laughs> it is a very unique. Event um, and probably it, it's just I'm amazed that it worked. Um, <laughs> really, uh, I've had a bad day at work, working for the government. You know, not having any budgets passed and constantly. Did my phone went off. Did you get that interference. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Getting better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, Great so I sent an email and said, "Hey, this is it. I'm done. Starting a brewery. Oak Road Brewery. Going to put some real. Uh, tired of this shit. Can we swear? Oh, oh yeah. Please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Caleb complained. Well, they swear too much. much. <laughs> so uh, I just went out and, and just said I'm gonna start a brewery. I had no idea what I was doing. Zero. Uh, but people kept saying you talked to Brad Mallet. So. <laughs> <laughs> I uh, was across the street, opened up a check account. I said, well, fuck, I'm here. Let's go talk to Brad Mallet. He wasn't there, I know. So 
Surprise, Brad's out doing a million oh, things at right? all times. Holy crap. So uh, I left a message, and he called me back. So I went in, kind of find out Brad and I did the same exact thing in the Air Force. Um, he was interested in starting a brewery a long time ago, but, you know, Brad's got many things on his plate and just didn't get around to it. So he said he'd be interested in, in helping us out. He's like, but he's like, I feel obligated to let you know that I've been talking to somebody before who, as brewmaster, and I just feel like you guys should meet. If it doesn't work out, that's fine, but I just feel like you guys should hook up. Fair enough. I said, sure, no problem. That's great. So he set appointment for Brian and I to meet up at the at the coffee shop. We met. I brought some beers from to try. I went home, <laughs> told Frank, said, "Fuck Wait. that." That's what the best part of the story. Good man, me. He said, "Fuck that." Yeah. Okay. Let's reel this back in. All right, first off, you brought beers for him to try. Which I means, did, which was a horrible mistake. So you were homebrewing on your own before Yeah, then. right. Okay. No, now, I, w- I was homebrewing, but I wouldn't... Was your goal to be the head brewer of your... No. Okay, I so just wanted to start a brewery. I was planning on brewing. Okay. I'm if, glad if that need be. didn't happen that way. Okay. As I've learned so much since. So how did you, Brian, how did you and Brad meet? Because in that story, that doesn't explain that at no, all. No, it doesn't. Because some Brad and I met in, I can't remember. The farmer's now. Market or the something? The Farmer's Market. When he first started and he opened his business, that's how I met Brad. And he'd already, he said he always wanted to use the, the, the place we're in now, he always wanted to make a brew pub out of it. And then uh, he, him and I had talked, but I would just been a home brewer. But I thought that would be really cool, you know, interested in, you know, being a brewmaster one day or even working in a brewery one day. I thought that would be pretty cool. Um, idea and that's kind of how that connection got made and from there that connection got made with Ben and then um, that's how I met Ben literally totally out of the blue I mean mm-hmm. okay. never friends never nope. acquaintances totally probably not what people would say is the smartest way to go do things right however I think in the long run it's worked out awesome personally I mean it's just really can't have a better uh, partnership and relationship is what I would say. Well, that's a good turnout because we're <laughs> where Ben left us before I interrupted was <laughs> fuck that. <laughs> it was fuck that. It was. So it was the best part of the story. <laughs> Everybody looks at us both when we told that story. And we're like, what the? <laughs> oh yeah, I'll let Ben elaborate. All right, sorry, but go ahead, go ahead. Uh, well, I mean, he just I was a home brewer, and at the time, I didn't understand the difference. He already knew the difference between home brewer and professional brewer and all that. So it's really intimidating, to be honest with you. And he's got an outgoing personality, and he's type A, so he ain't no beating around the fucking bush or Brian. Right, yeah. So I'm like, I don't know if I can work with this guy, because we're all essentially type A personalities. I'm like, I don't know how this is going to work. I said, but he's smart as fuck, and he knows a shit ton about beer. And I just think that it's, you know, it's worth it. You know, I thought... Dial it back. I'll, you know, I'm pretty easy going. You yeah. know, let's see how it goes. And like new people, you know, we went through our ups and downs, and we fought. We had arguments and all that. Um, but honestly, it was uh, it, it needed to happen because it brought us closer in the end. Because right. when it come down to it, we both wanted the same exact thing. Yeah. He knew more about it than I did. He knew how to get there, but it just worked out. The partnership is like <clears throat> yin and yang in a way. Okay. So when you introduced the beers to Brad, what, uh, what were the first beers that you introduced? You still doing those today? Um. Well, 
Um, Brad was really more, he was more hands-off. He helped us in, in the beginning, run the tap room, because like, we were trying to balance jobs. But for the most part, um, I was always in, intrigued by doing German beers because I lived in Germany for six years. Okay. Brian loves German beers. Um, it was kind of always our goal to do German-centric beers. Mm -hmm. But again, we want to see how the customers took to it. They would dictate Right. We the just first want to thing make I beer. ever tasted from you guys was Percy, and I think it was homegrown brew house. That, yeah, that, well, that was one of mine. Yeah. yeah. That, um, but but most of the beers come come from him. Okay. Um, Percy is really the only one that I I brought to the table. Okay. Um, and it's different now than it was then because as you learn, you understand business more. You understand craft beer. You know, when I did Percy at home, it was nine and a half percent. It was what? Nine and a half percent. All right. What is it now? Uh, it's seven point eight. Yeah, seven, seven eight is what it comes in at. Gotcha. We, toned, we really toned it down a little bit, so we didn't. Um, you just want to. You don't. You don't want that kind of environment. People. <laughs> yeah, you don't need people hammered and. and so you want. We're, we want people to come and relax, not be an asshole, and just have. I mean, it's conversation for, with people. It's better for business if you have someone buy two or three beers versus just one. One. And one. Right. So yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I can see that. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah. and it's a more expensive beer to make anyway, right? From what I understand, it's oh, a yeah. pain in the ass. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I would say right now the way things are going, the lagers are probably costing us more. Just yeah, that's true. The energy we're using, but um, uh, that's really yeah. how it started. Energy meaning to keep it cool uh, yeah. at the lager yeah. temperature yeah. or whatever. And time and real estate, it's uh, it can be. But um, just a harp on that. Ben wanted to do German beers, so I brought a bunch of. I started. I had been brewing a bunch of German beers at home. And um, my background is not brewing by any stretch of the imagination. My background is uh, sciences and nursing. <laughs> yeah. So that's where my background came from. But I've been involved with low country libations and done the, the you know, competitions as a homebrew and things like that. And then I brought kind of Ben these beers that I've been working on. Um, what did we start with? Dragonborn. Yeah, Dragonborn and the Vienna Lager were the two we started with. Percy... And then we brought Contra was something mm. different though, because Contra initially, and we're hoping to get back to that, is was all Centennial Cascade and Citra. And then what else did we start with? Those are the four beers, core beers we kind of started with. And then uh, Ben wanted to bring in the Munich Dunkel and the Hefeweizen. What about probably about six months after we were opening, and that the Hefeweizen was a challenge, but I'm, I'm much happier with it now. And then we brought Munich Dunkel. And they all took off like crazy. So I think you just covered all of your beers so fast. I know, we probably <laughs> did. We're gonna have to rewind and go slower on that. But <laughs> well, I we got three, we got, we we got three of them to talk about. That's literally how it started, and then uh, things got rolling. And wow, man, when that freaking first three months. That was a learning lesson. <laughs> it was, was an ego check, real quick. Yeah, <laughs> that was a. Uh, uh, that was an ego check real quick. That was that was all right, well that answers one of my questions again. I guess I always wondered how it fares out from what you expected it to be. Oh, man. Well it's never it never turns out the way you well, expect. Exactly. So uh, I mean from from his perspective especially, he's won tons of awards in, in the homebrewing arena. And when you when you come up, it, it doesn't. It does not translate. <laughs> and to make it make it even more difficult, the equipment that we had was absolutely fucking horrible. Yeah, that was going to be my next question. And the challenges that that he had to face, it wasn't just he couldn't, he couldn't just go in and brew beer, because something was going to break, something was going to leak, 
air was getting in, CO2 was getting out, all kinds of things were going on that he would have to fight with every time he brewed. So, and the beer would, wouldn't be consistent. Um, it was it was a huge was that huge just pin. Second hand equipment type stuff, or it was yeah, it was new equipment. It was new equipment, okay. but it was Blitchman makes some fantastic stuff from a, from a home brew perspective. Even though we we do have Blitchman now um, professionally, they've kind of upped their game. But that first generation, if you will, of the micro nano brewery stuff they came out with, it was horrible design. And you started off with a three barrel, is that right? Yeah, we started one, one barrel. One barrel. We were one barrel with six one barrel fermenters and three bright tanks. And it, we had a homemade Actually, system. we didn't even start out with the bright tanks. Tanks, we started right. out with the tanks. Explain to people what one barrel is. Yeah, I don't know the brewing process. Right. So when people are listening, how much can you like produce off of a one barrel? What's like legitimate and what the fuck is a bright tank? <laughs> so when we started, we had uh, your fermenter or fermentation vessels, your primary fermentation. It's where you're going to put your basically sugar water or wort, it's called, yeah. into the vessel, clean, sanitized vessel, and then we add yeast to it and allow fermentation to occur. Once fermentation's over, you, get, you reach a terminal gravity or the low gravity that you want. You move it over to a bright tank, which is basically a clarifying tank, where you clear the beer, you add your finding agents, uh, make it cold, and then add your CO2 to it. And that's what a bright tank is. So initially, we were running four ales, two lagers out of those six fermenters, and then we would transfer them out into the bright tank. So basically, we were doing the lagers two weeks. Yeah. yeah. Two weeks, and then every two weeks, we'd move one into a bright tank and we rotated it and then the ales were all done out of the other two bright tanks so we would uh, run an ale it, ales ferment out in about two weeks and then we'd transfer it to the bright tank and then we we're using those little bright tanks in that cooler but before that it was even <laughs> bigger punk hunk of shit so i don't know if you remember that room that used to be in there the broom the room the remember room. that room we, we built room. inside there do you remember the room I don't even remember. Yes. Oh, oh my gosh. Yeah. You tried to create like your own little refrigerator. We, yeah, we did yeah. exactly yeah. what we did. We did that. And we would cool the fr <laughs> the fermenters were in there. Oh, I do remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do remember now. And, and in the back, it was another room inside there where we had kegs. Initially, we were, we were trying to carbon the kegs. Wrong. <laughs> like, we did that once. The beer came out. Something happened. And it was like bright tanks. We, we got to put bright tanks in here. Oh and then gosh. from there, um, you know, we were trying to control temperature, all of them together. And then it's uh, CO2 leaks. You're in a confined space with CO2 leaking. Yeah, we got like, CO2 leaking. We got to take there. this death trap down. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. So, yeah, I would, uh, I would say, like, if you look at the start, man, I, I look back every day and I, I walk in. I'm like, wow, man, I actually have, like, real equipment now. It's like stainless steel, 304. I got real pumps. I actually got real hoses. And I think back those days... When we started, I really didn't know if we were going to ever get out of that because that was just <laughs> horrid. How many <laughs> it was years? Inconsistent. Uh, it was just, I don't know how we list. survived that. So what? That, so how big months. are you now? What What are you using now? So now we've, um, we actually, uh, really, Greg Schuler is uh, Schuler, right? Yeah. Out of uh, um, South, uh, uh, South Carolina, VP there. Got to give him a lot of cheers. He, actually, Ben met him. What's the guy's name? Greg Schuler. Greg Schuler. Sure. Um, S-C-H-U-L-E-R. S-H-U-L-E-R. -E 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 so mad that we can't remember his name. Well, I think you got it. 
But I think, I think one of you got it. Out of the two of you, <laughs> I got it. Plenty of letters. But anyways, so we've been working really hard for the you know those two years brewing, and, and I think after we got through those first six months, and uh, I think when I finally got my act together and realized that we didn't know what the hell we were doing and got you know things going in the right direction, I think that's when things started becoming much better. And um, you know we took two years and did really worked really hard. I mean we worked really hard mm-hmm. those two years. Um, and you know, did the beers at Christmas, which was the dumbest thing I ever think I came up with. But is absolutely but it's the greatest thing. Right. Are yeah. you kidding me? That's awesome. I came to band. I will talk about. We can talk about that. But anyways, uh, in a little bit, because I know that's going to come up. Um, so anyways, we worked really hard, and all of us did. I mean, and our wives are involved, mm-hmm. and we have friends involved now, and uh, you know, even you guys have been involved, and we worked really hard for those two years, and we really made things happen. Um, and we really started turning some people to what we were doing and Ben met Greg and Greg came by, I remember he came by the brewery a few times, he saw me working and saw us all working. He really was into what we were doing and really liked that we were working hard and doing that. And, uh, you know, it was really cool. He sat down and we had been going back and forth on how much money, blah, 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 things like that. And when, uh, he really came in. I was like, you know what? I like what you guys are doing. I'm going to get you guys some money so you guys can move on to the next level. What a dream and come true. was awesome. It was. It was, was awesome. Because I had talked to so many banks and so many financial institutions. Um, it was just getting kicked in the dick every day. Because they all, you, I mean, you learn, you don't know any better. You, you learn. Know. So you go out and you, you talk to these bankers. Right. And they love what you're doing. Oh, that's great. They promise you this and that. And you, you give them everything they ask for. In, in, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking, that's really all you want? I mean, all right. I thought it was a little harder. And then you hear the, from the underwriters. Yeah. Oh, there's underwriters. What the fuck are they? Well, they make all the decisions. Well, why the fuck <laughs> am I talking to you? <laughs> yeah. And they're yeah, the they, salesmen. Yeah. Yeah, they're essentially, they are. But it was good because I learned a lot going through all, the, all those rejections. Um, and I just had enough at one point, And I was like, uh, you know, Brian had met somebody who was a retired banker. He came in and helped us. Mike was there to offer guidance. Um, Mike. Walters. Walters. Yeah. Um, and I just, one week, one week I said, fuck this. I'm doing this my way, the way I thought I should have done the whole time. And I'm taking it in and see what happens. And we were working with the Small Business Development Center. And Is I said... Uh, North Charleston? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. With... Um, uh, what's his name? Daryl. Daryl was really Yeah, Daryl Jones is awesome. awesome. Okay. So, I sat at home one weekend and just pounded this thing out when we had a lot of uh meetings at the brewery i put under under screen i said all right these numbers what do these mean we write it down i was like uh, how much is the electricity going to cost all that just going through all that shit wow and put it on there and i ended up like a book like an inch thick and i went back to the small business guy laying on his desk so i'm done and he looked at he's like i've never seen anything fucking throw in my life and wow. he took other bankers like i've never what? seen anything like this before and they're like how much you asking for and it was such a minuscule amount, considering the other things that people asked for. And they're like, and I gave it to Greg, and he's like, done. Mm-hmm. How much money do you guys need? Dude, that's nice. excellent. So, I mean, through all your failures and rejections. Yeah, but you have to go through that. You've got the experience. You have to go through that. Yeah, exactly. Especially uh, when you don't know any better. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I would definitely say that was the biggest thing is the... Uh, is understanding the cash flow. Oh, I didn't know. Just went out. No, it's just <laughs> it's fine. It was uh, it was almost like every step there seems to be this little naive portion you have. And right. Like, I think the biggest thing is I know am I and I was way too naive to things of like what is it really like being a professional brewer? What's really going on? And we you know we did have a lot of help other than um, 
you know, some of the local uh, local guys, we, you know, we had a lot of help from people, um, a lot of help uh, doing a lot of reading, um, and then Mark from Chem Station, uh, I can never pronounce his name, last name, Miramona helped out a ton just with like cleaning and chemicals and what do you need to do and food service and what is important when you're running a brewery and those things I think all made the difference and basically the school of hard knocks I think made the mm. difference too right. I think we really just uh you know you got to take roll with the punches and eventually things will come through and you know we got lucky yeah we that, really did I mean Greg was awesome when I tell was, you like, total like when Ben told me we got money fine, I was like, God damn it. Thank you. <laughs> Someone sees what we're doing and it's not just, uh, it's foundation. You know, sometimes it's not just what you're doing. It's how you're doing it and the hard work and the, the blood, sweat and tears, you know, right. it's like, it's pretty much like that brewery is like a part of us now, all of us. I mean, it's like, you know, really we've grown and, and really grown into it and it's a, a big part of our lives now. Actually, probably. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty consuming. <laughs> it's like uh, I gotta work and I go to the brewery and then maybe get home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sleep. Just pour us another beer. We got empty so, glasses. And we'll, right, so have empty glasses. we'll continue from there. Is this going to be the Vienna Lager? No, we're I, going half a vice. He's going half a vice. Oh, okay. Half, sorry. Is that cool? You, I mean, it's mm-hmm. already open. Yeah, yeah, so the half a vice action was Ben's idea. He really liked half a vice. And um, I was a little shy on this one just because I was not comfortable with the yeast. I've never worked with Hefeweizen yeast, and uh, he recommended we tried a lot of trialed some stuff, and it didn't really go the way we wanted. And then Ben was like, "Try the 351 from White Labs. I've used it at home." So I tried it. I got frustrated with it, and then I went back and I did some reading, did some research, did uh, you know, looking online, talking to some people, and then. Uh, went back and reconfigured it and we had actually some successful batches it took about three or four tries to get this one right but once we started getting it right and once it's uh even on the larger system getting converted over to um, where we needed to be it's uh definitely a really great beer i i actually really enjoy it i'm not a huge hefeweizen fan but uh, i do like having a nice traditional one so it's kind of orange in color it's a little darker it's uh, made with the 351 from uh, White Labs. It's pale, or excuse me, it's Pilsner and wheat. wheat. Pretty much almost a 50-50 split. God, I wish we had okra glasses here. I know. <laughs> no okra glasses. We should have brought that. Yeah. I know. I'll steal, you... I'll steal some. I know I can get some. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh, so this one, we did much more stronger banana note than the clove note. So this one so has how, a huge... Yeah, how does that come about? I mean, how do you give so it a bigger banana note? the bigger note? banana note is what I do is underpitch the yeast. So you pitch the yeast at a lower pitch rate. So what you're doing is actually stressing them out as they grow. Uh, I use the same kind of oxygen profile we use right now. And what I do is uh, start the... Temperature real low on the fermentation at 64. So I make the yeast really struggle and grow a lot And as you do that it sends that they at the lower temperatures put more of the banana esters out Okay, and it's uh, the clove and then what we do is once the tank is full We let it free rise to 70 degrees and let it sit and it's usually done in about 10 days And then mm-hmm. we don't firm we don't clarify this It's it straight does. up unfiltered hefeweizen, right? Which is the way it should be, right? That was mm-hmm. a crazy formula. Just for extra banana. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What the hell? 
When you know, and we're doing it blind. We don't have a full lab like someone like Sierra Nevada or some of these other big breweries. We're really doing this like a lot of times. It's trial and error, and I'm like, oh god, this really is. Really <laughs> not the way we want to you know, either. This is like, and and now it's even worse. Done. This is not the way it should be done. And, yeah, you know, no, I understand. I mean, now it's even worse or more <laughs> stressful, right? Because you're on a ten barrel system. So yeah, absolutely. To, to get it wrong is well, a bad. What's it's a real bad thing. day. What's more, what's worse is that it's out there now, and people have expectations. That's true yeah. too. So you want to produce the same thing over and over again, but again. You know, it's a money's game, and we're small, and we'll get to that point. We want a lab. That's once we get that, that we can make the beer consistently, because he can get into all the science nerd stuff that he loves. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. I think uh, um, I don't know what it was. Two weeks ago, three weeks ago, the guy from Germany. I've had plenty of guys from Germany come Absolutely. in You've come into your establishment. Oh, this guy uh, said this is by far the best Hefeweizen he's had in the United States, and I think. Maybe you asked him, or somebody said, is it the only Hefeweizen? <laughs> <laughs> and um, he said, no. He said, it's fantastic. And I've had quite a few other guys come in to say, you know, the Dunkel is, is very good, and the Vienna Lager, everything mm -hmm. is true to style, German, so. That's what we're trying. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's really cool to hear. Like, yeah. I know I've been there, too, a few times. We've had some German people. Uh, some of the guys from... Bosch and uh, Mercedes and Mercedes and Daimler is it too? Yeah, have come in and said, "Oh, these are really good German beers. You guys are doing a really good job." And it's really cool to see that. Yeah, it's a testament. Mm -hmm. I remember or some of the Air Force guys come in and say, "Hey, yep. man, this is like what I was in Germany or in Europe." And right. you know, you know oh, that's really fantastic. Cool. Yeah, I mean that's why you're doing it, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. So you haven't made a coach yet, have you? Isn't that? Yeah, we have. You have. Mm-hmm. And, and we do it every October. The hell? Which one is that? The honey colch. No, oh, the honey colch. Oh, we did once. once. We do a Oh, the with, whole, whole with, melon. With the whole melon and the uh, what's the other one I use? I can't even think. The two of the newer mandarina hops and mandarina. You guys serve so very like traditional German cultures. You just uh, we don't have no don't stangs. Oh, oh my gosh! What I know. What is this? We have one right over there. Yeah. So in it's Germany, like yeah. Okay. So in Germany, in some of the areas, uh, so what Caleb's talking about is in Cologne or Cologne, we say in uh, in the U.S. <laughs> is an area where you only find Kolsch beers, and there's only like uh, five or seven Kolsch breweries. And actually, one our distributor has probably the best example that you can get in the states. Which is the Fru by, uh, sorry, am I making too much noise? No, I'm just making, oh, you're making fun of me because I'm <laughs> tapping. Um, it's a Fru, PJ Fru, which is from uh, Cologne. So in Cologne, you can only make Kolsch. Kolsch can only be made in what's called the Cologne, Cologne region of Germany. So it's made with an old ale yeast, it's called, or you'll hear it, a hybrid yeast. And it is a yeast that actually will ferment at lower temperatures between lager and, and ale, so that what that means, you can ferment it at like 58, uh, 50 to 58 degrees, and you get this kind of like pseudo lager. And then just north of that is uh, is where all beer is made, is uh, Dusseldorf, which is in, I believe, northwest. Just, I yep, just up the river from... Just really up the river, yeah. Actually up the Rhine, isn't it? I think no, so. No, I can't remember. My geography's bad. But anyways, <laughs> in the Dusseldorf area, they make all beer. Lord of the Rings. Yes, Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Just up from, yeah, Middle Earth. <laughs> and they make uh, all beer. All beer is made the same way with a yeast that's kind of like a hybrid or uh, ale yeast that can ferment at cold temperatures. Their beers are more like an amber color, like okay. amber, whereas the Kolsch beers are more a lighter, like golden color. Yeah, I mean, Kolsch are generally light-bodied. Mm -hmm. They are. Lighter alcohol content, so you yep. have mm -hmm. easy drinking, mm -hmm. refreshing. And so, and 
Dusseldorf. <laughs> Would it be a heavier body, more malts maybe? What is, what's the variance there? The variance is color. Um, they can be a little more malt forward because mm -hmm. they'll be made with Munich malts, which have a little more bready character and then uh, give you more of that rich, rich character. And they'll also be a little uh, more bitter. Hmm. So a little more, more hop character to them. And not really like hop character like IPA, but like a hop character like a, a bittering hop. The kind of balance up. Okay. I see. Your, I get that. I think we just educated well, for everybody me, on. No, well, <laughs> well, Caleb was on previously and he went through the whole like hopping thing. And you, you've got like bittering hops and like flavoring <laughs> hops and, and aroma hops. And like you, I did not do. realize there were so many. Oh yes, that you have to. Yeah. Do. And they're the same hops. It's just different times that you put them into well, the foil. Yes. Well, yeah. still, I mean, yeah. And someone's brain is like you just throw all of it together and it makes beer. But no, it's, no, it makes a huge really. difference <laughs> yeah, when you put it, it in. It really makes a huge difference. So and uh, like Sam, uh, people love the Dogfish Head mm -hmm. IPA forever, um, and he had he came up with a continual hopping. So throughout the whole entire boiling process. His hops would just completely drop in. He has I've got right. sixty minutes worth, ninety minutes worth, one hundred twenty. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Right. Oh. oh, so that's a continual hopping. He that did it that way. Time. Yeah. He did okay. That way. He created some machine that would constantly just drop some hops in throughout the process. No, if you go there, you remember the old. I haven't boards? been there yet. I don't know if he'll remember because Caleb's not that old. Remember the old hockey boards that vibrated and you put the plate. Yeah, yeah. On? Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's what that's he what used you. to make that. Computer. You don't remember that? No. No, Caleb doesn't. Yeah. No, 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 not, not the really hockey ones. ones. Which yeah. one? The football one? I know football. football. Okay, yeah, yeah. The football one, he put the players on. And, and they just vibrated around? That's what he kind okay, of basically no. used. No. I think they just vibrated around. That's pretty much what they did. That's what they did. <laughs> what was the point of that? I, it, I don't it know. It entertained us. <laughs> it entertained us. <laughs> <laughs> in the 80s and late 70s. <laughs> now we're showing our ages. Caleb's showing how much young he is. I know that makes me look like a baby. Well, you're pretty young. I mean, in this one. I mean, compared to this guy. <laughs> Actually, no, no, no. We had uh, Clayton. He was 24, so. Yeah, I haven't been the youngest person in the room every time. Yeah. <laughs> but this is really, really good. Thank no, you. the Hefeweizen is definitely good. All of them are good. I mean, and I, and I see why the jogging board is definitely a number one seller, and it definitely is. I mean, just from working there, I can see that people order that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. All nonstop. Mm -hmm. Well, we had jogging board at Lowe's when I worked. Obviously. That thing lasted not even 24 hours. It was right. just gone. Well, the CC, I think gone. the very first one we got was like five hours. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's so yeah. good. And, uh, you still use is... Coastal? Obviously, CC. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. still Sexy 7? It's still Sexy 7. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. And actually, talking about Lowe's, they've been awesome, man. We're about to do a tap takeover Thursday. Yeah, the one in Lexington. In Lexington. Oh, oh With nice. uh, Clay. Yeah. yeah. With nice. Clay. Clay's great. It's good. Dude. Um, and uh, is Chaz gonna be there? Or is it Chaz? yeah? Chaz, Chaz a vintage our, our vintage rep up in that area, and then Dave, who does helps us out with sales, is gonna be there. And they like the Munich Dunkel. They go through that like crazy. I like the Dunkel. Yeah. And uh, actually, Aaron, who's my wife, went up to Greenville with Patrick two weeks ago, and Bacon's Brothers in Greenville yeah. has a Dunkel, and they love it. Bacon's Brothers. Oh, delicious. Yeah. So anybody who goes to Greenville, you gotta go to Bacon Brothers. Mm -hmm. They do. Their own charcuterie, they do all their own smoked meats, and everything has got bacon in it, basically. And it's awesome. It's really good. So they really have their really own dunkel, or they have your dunkel? They, they have our dunkel. Okay. dunkel on tap, so it's kind in of In North funny. Carolina? No, it's, no, it's, it's Greenville, South Carolina. Okay. Does Greenville not tap in North Carolina? 
There's a Greenville in North Carolina, isn't there? I don't know if I know. Dude, I don't know either. I'm not sure either. It's close to the border, if that helps. (laughs) I think that's what I... It's on the way to Asheville. It's on the way to Asheville. Or it's just North Carolina. That's right. And you should know that. You should know that. That's like hipster heaven, so... Dude, I don't know geography. (laughs) I look the part, but I'm not smart. About 73 miles away from each other. That's the relay we did from Asheville to Greenville. Oh, that's right. You ran that distance. Yeah, it sounds horrible, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It does. I'm like, dude, I could just drive there and enjoy the beer just as much instead of run 73 miles right enjoy the beer right. i'll be just as tired from driving that's not true i would be dead well, try, i think we, I we did, had to but... drive it and run it because you had mm-hmm. to drive the vehicle to the transition point pick up that the runner drop another runner off so they, they do one do from uh, don't they do one from columbia to charleston too I think so. No, yeah, there's, there's some people that work at this. Way down 26. Are you yeah. serious? It's like yeah. Running Man. And you pick like different hours. you got to run these relays, but then someone's got to drive the relay truck too. Do you want to yeah. You might have 10 that. people, you know, and everyone taking turns sleeping, eating, drinking, and, yeah. and running. This does not sound fun. No. 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 It doesn't sound fun at all, but I know it people that do it. It was fantastic, actually. It was a great time. <laughs> I'm sure fun. it's fun if I, I mean, ran you... that much, but I don't. So. How many of those have you done? That's the only relay I've done. Relay? Oh, okay. I thought you've done. I mean, have you done? With the, I had the Iron Man in Colorado last week, right? Well, Spartan. not Iron Man, but the Spartan, Spartan race. race. Yeah. But that's so, just like obstacles and brief running. Oh, I mean, that's it. Not, not to talk it down. Holy shit! No, I can't do that. No, I am not ready for that. It's nine plus miles, twenty-seven obstacles. See, that's a lot. I'm already yes. out. You went past three, one three mile. hours worth of time. I mean, yeah. At high altitude. I did the the Marine Corps running mud run mud run. I did the mud, mud run, run twice actually. That's that's it. That's the the extent of your time. That was it. Of my <laughs> exercising. Yeah. Well, speaking of background, bravado. so what do you guys do besides if you can talk about it besides <laughs> brewing? You say you got day jobs, so you yeah, said, sadly. That's sadly. <laughs> but when when is that going to stop? I mean, I stopped giving up on that. <laughs> I gave up on that recently too. Damn, um, guys. Well, it, I mean, it'll happen at some point, hopefully. It will, it, our goal is it will happen where I work. They all know it. I'm, um, I won't say where it is, but I'm an ER nurse. Um, I work in a level one trauma center here locally. Everyone will figure that out. Um, and I've been uh, an ER nurse for the last 10 years, and then I did. Uh, I worked pediatrics four years before that, and then my background is EMS. I was a paramedic here at Dorchester County, and then uh, up, um, and I went to school up in Philly for paramedicine uh, and did my ride-alongs there. So, um, yeah, currently I still work as an ER nurse. Um, I'll be honest with you, though, I tell people I really do enjoy being an ER nurse. It's really fun to me. It's challenging. It's uh, almost like being a detective. Uh, I can get frustrating, but you know, my our goal is to, you know, our primary goal here is actually to run the brewery full time and be there full time, and that's what we want to do. All sure. of us want to do. All of you, meaning the wives and everybody. Wives and everybody else. Yeah. So. Speaking <laughs> but, of work. Yeah, <laughs> Ben's getting phone calls. I don't know. Can you even talk about what you do? Not really, but. <laughs> so you work for something that you can't talk about. It's <laughs> a secret squirrel stuff. What is your alias name? <laughs> Actually, speaking of alias name, this is going totally off subject. I'm sorry, Brian. No, we always go off on a tangent. Yeah, that's the fun part. Have you guys ever done a break? Go to a breakout room? Uh, no, I heard about them. They went downtown, room. right? Yes. 
Did you do one? Room called Breakout. I've done one in. Oh, Greenville. there's one in Columbia, right? Isn't there? Yeah. Isn't there one in West Ashley or something? I think there is. There's one in West <laughs> Ashley or Charleston or something like that. There was one close. It was a. Oh, you break out. It's like it's like yeah, clue, they, right? Yeah, they give yes you instructions and, no. and well, yes and no. So you can pick different themed rooms, and you go there and you walk into a room and you have a guide. And the guide tells you, like, all right, you got to get through. You have an hour to get through. If you need any clues, you have to simultaneously agree on a clue, mm-hmm. and then I'll give you a clue to help you push through this and that. Um, and they don't really give you too much after that. Like if you spend too much time on a tangent that doesn't lead anywhere. If you have a good guide, they'll be like, uh, what about that over there that you were looking at? And just kind of help steer you in the direction, because you only have an hour. But basically, you are locked in this room, figuratively, you turn the handle, you can get out, so you're not like locked. But you have to solve a riddle that you don't understand. And the only one I've done is like a Casino Royale one where I had to handle like different aliases. You had to find out the spice alias. Like, how much money was in a bank account? There's, like, different codes that you had to type in, and each thing led to a different clue that led you to this, that led you to this, that led you to a secret room that led to this. <laughs> and you had to do all of it within an hour to get a code to type in to get out of the room. Is there beer? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, there's plenty afterwards. <laughs> you feel so you get out elated. Of the room. It's amazing. <laughs> it was one of the greatest things that I have ever experienced in my life. It was super cool. And, I don't know, when we started talking about it, you can't talk about your job, so it was like, ah, yeah, what's you your can't alias? Talk about job. What the I just don't know, I, you know, I don't like to talk about where I work, but everybody knows my job. Yeah. I mean, I could just in ER nurses, you see a lot of I remember things. that one. That's not the one that vibrates, though. Things. This yeah, is the vibrator? No. No, that's not the vibrator. Sorry, I got way off subject. Well, I know what that is. I played with that, but I'm like, I don't understand oh, what's going vibrating. Slot one. Was yeah. it, like, magnetized when you dropped it? I don't even know. I can't remember. Because, again, it's, it literally vibrates, and after, like, a minute, you're like, oh, I'm fucking bored. I'll stay with this Well, yeah, because it didn't do anything. This is the football one. Yeah, that's it. That's the football one. Yeah, that's the football Basically. You so you have no control over it. Yeah, you're right. Okay, so just like, let's see what happens. Right, right. You line them up, turn on. To line them up, turn just, on. Just a it. game of chance, yeah. basically. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, we I just, look you, know, you know, I grew up, you had Atari 2600, that's it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this is it's awesome, don't get me wrong. Awesome. This is going to be a crazy episode. We're all so loud right now. <laughs> it's very, yeah, we're very loud. That's that, fine. This will be like... Well, I feel like I need to talk talk loud because you said there's only... You do. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's great. One, Mike. No, you're doing a great job. Look at it. We're I'm all paying attention to that. Pretty similar. We're, looking, we're all watching the screen. Okay. Yeah. Everybody in the gro- uh, watching the GoPro would be like, what are they looking at? Well, eventually, <laughs> we'll have someone sitting over here that will... Yeah. Won't even look at you. There you we'll go. Be stuff in. We'll just Fred. say things. Are you well, have Fred or Jamie? Tomorrow night will be the first time. <laughs> yeah, hopefully tomorrow night. Tomorrow we'll night is going to be the first time we got yeah, some interning sitting in here. Clayton Lewis, if he decides to show up, yeah. which is someone we've had on the podcast. I don't expect you guys to watch every single one. How many have you watched? No, you know, I haven't I'm not. I'm sorry. Not a single one. No, I'm, uh, I'm sorry. No, I'm so fired. <laughs> wow. And I was really excited when you guys started this. I remember when Brian You were very excited. You were the one the leading reason. Yeah. that I uh, we continue to push for this. Really? I was so excited that you guys were doing Well, I thought podcast. it was a good idea, but you normally make fun of everything I do, and this is <laughs> one thing that you did not make fun of me for. No, yeah. I do. I'm going to end up turning the tables now. I was super excited because I said, <laughs> we're doing a podcast. I'm like, that is awesome. Cool. Someone needs to do a local podcast. Because, uh, you know, the, really the only beer-centric one is... And I, I don't know if you guys listen. It's the Brewing Network, and that's it. And even I some people don't even know who the Brewing Network are. I'm like, so how do you not know who the Brewing Network the is? The Session, I think. The Session. The Session. Really yeah. good. Oh, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that's I, fun I know to listen them, to. At least. 
But yeah, yeah when you guys started doing it, I was like, this is awesome. Yeah. So cool that we have some. I mean, Trenton does one, it. but I, I guess it's not considered local because they Skype Disney, with a right? bunch of different. Other it is yeah. Disney related. Yeah, the three sheets. Not the, to the mouse or something. I think I'm not called. trying to crap on Disney related things. No, I'm not crapping yeah. on either. We'll that's, give, that's we'll a give very a shout, fine we'll point. Niche three, 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 three sheets to the mouse. I think it's called right. Sure. Yeah, we'll I listen to Jocko. And Trenton's going to be on. He's going to come on. Jocko podcast. <laughs> yeah, Jocko's good. Listen, yeah. Jocko's really good. Jocko podcasts are awesome. Jocko? No. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's pretty motivational, pretty hardcore. Okay. He is really hardcore. He's, yeah. Um, Retired Navy SEAL. Yeah. Oh, Have shit. you listened to the Admiral McRaven stuff? Especially no. his UT. Oh. He is on the lines of that, but Jocko is way over the top. Yeah. He's definitely much more He hardcore. doesn't fuck around. Is it like David Goggins type of hardcore? Uh, probably um, a little more than more that. Than yeah. that. A little more than that. A little more than that. It's crazy. He's been on Joe Rogan a couple times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, this is Rogan. He, Rogan's a good podcast, too. Rogan's. Uh, I haven't listened to Rogan. He, he, yeah. says, yeah, he says the bars. If I listen to a podcast, I'm listening to Rogan. Rogan. His stand-up's after editing shit. all this, it's like, uh, we don't have much free time. <laughs> yeah. I know what you mean. Yes, I know you do. <laughs> you know now what it's like running a business. <laughs> there is no I'm about time. to actually launch another one soon. Oh, so. Good. Launching now. Um, it's a house running business that we will be selling gifts to real estate agents who give it to oh, clients. Oh, you told me about. Oh that. yeah, yeah, you can do that. Yeah, that's so cool. So it's, it's blowing up. We have like ornate design boxes, bubble wrap becomes framed, matted, drawn, specific house, signed, stickers on the back for real estate agents. That's awesome. You can buy copies if you want. The whole package is done and complete, ready to go within four. Is it a nice hours. package? <laughs> you know it's a nice package. I was hoping you said it's a nice package. So my question is now, are you going to give up painting cats with old ladies? <laughs> okay, first off, I have, <laughs> never, I have never painted an old lady. I'm not against painting an old lady with or without a cat if the money is there. Now, when you so, talk about cat, what are you talking about exactly? Exactly. Well, I'm talking about an old lady cat. Is it a shaved cat or is it a... Generally, they are not shaved. Especially that age. Yes, Does the package understand? go in the cat? Oh, it's all, it's all one, one combined. While you're painting? Yeah. Do you paint with your dick? Yes. Do it take. We are going with it. And you just kind of just let it happen. Yeah, that's, free, that's natural. It is, yes. It's a, it took a few years. It's like the Big Lebowski. Years yeah, the Big Lebowski. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, I'm not going to pass that up. I'll start calling you Maud. Dude, well, I'm going to get you to paint Murphy and I. How much is it going to cost me, though? It depends on what size you pick and how much beer you give me. Yeah, that's I've true. got a picture of Larry painting. I'm a Fantastic. big barber oh, really? person. Yeah, you can cool. pay me in beer for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the wedding gift to my to my son yes. and, and my new daughter-in-law was uh, painted by Caleb. Honestly, oh, really? it's very awesome. lucrative. A lot of people love this. And that's what cool. I really enjoy is not so much painting like a like a, a dog or cat for mm-hmm. someone who owns the animal. Mm-hmm. It's really nice when you can paint like a memorialize a, you know, a pet that passed away that yeah. the family had for years. Which I got to do this past Mother's Day. I did that, and the mom cried and all that stuff. And it, 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 there are moments where it makes sense. And I'm not just painting a goofy dog. No, 
but cool. it's equally as nice to get paid oh, just yeah. to make money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asshole. So, I mean, at the end of the day, your time is worth money. Pay. That's exactly. right. Don't forget that. It's fun. It's relaxing because it's my hobby. So, I mean, there's no reason to cut it out if it takes me away from what I consider work. Speaking of that, if anybody would like to advertise on our show, please send us an email to craftconversationspod at gmail.com. Well, first off, this is my our podcast. I'm not advertising. I'm All just right. describing. No, I'm Ooh. saying he said make money off of it, so. Just put attention there. We actually, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, if we had more that? money or more funds, we would uh, definitely uh, work with them. We'll for sure sponsorship. <laughs> All right, well, we have Help somebody else. to you in a little bit. <laughs> right. Oh, what are we so we're uh, doing? Uh, so we're doing the Vienna Lager. Vienna Lager. So this was one of the originals, too. So Vienna Lager is it's, you know, actually from Salzburg. So it's dark amber in color. It's gonna be uh, very rich, kind of bready, a little bit of toffee, a little bit of uh, caramel flavor to it. It's clear, a little more bitter than the Joggle Board mm-hmm. to balance out with all the malts that's in it. But still easy drinking session beer like we got most of our beers. I think really, I think the only thing that's high alcohol right now is really the CCE Contra and Bipolar, which is our Belgian double. Everything else is pretty much sessionable. That's also what's going out in uh, distribution, which has been great. Because, and CCE uh, actually used to be relatively sessionable, if you will. Oh, yeah, it was for 5 4, and now it's like 6%. Yeah. <laughs> so when you say yeah. sessionable, you're talking about an alcohol content. Yeah. Like, uh, you know, 5 2 and less, you yeah. know, 4 to 5%. Okay. Something you can drink a lot of and you don't feel like you're inebriated. And that's what, kind of what we wanted to do. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody is so still into like the more hops and more alcohol. And, you know, I think those trends are. Changing, um, are they? I think, well, I think unfortunately, well, it's well it depends on what part of the country you're in. Yeah, part of the country you're in. I think South Carolina is still very, um, we are in, a, in Charleston area, we're really big. You know, people have said we're the San Francisco, the east coast, that we're becoming more food oriented and things like that. But I would say the beer drinking is still kind of naive, meaning that one in Somerville, there's still it's still a new thing, there it's. They are having, you know, it's something different. It's, you know, getting out of that rut of, uh, you know, your Bud Light, Coors Light, which I think we've kind of conquered. And a lot of people still um, are what we consider like hop heads. They just want to have hoppy beers or they want things with high alcohol and they're not appreciating. Sometimes they don't realize that there's other spectrums there than other than just 10% alcohol. Yeah. And, you know... 500 pounds of hops so and that's what we try wanted to go after really is that session you can come you can drink a few beers you can go out to dinner come back have another one you don't feel like you're totally inebriated and much like here we want people to hang out and have conversations true you don't want anyone drunk staring at themselves in the mirror yeah (laughs) we really wanted to make it a publican type right Where if you go to Britain or you go to Europe, it's a place you hang out and mm-hmm. talk about Take the news, weather. Yeah, a public house. Drink a beer, drink a few of them, and play family. Arts. Like I said, living in Germany for six years, uh, you know that stigma of alcohol is non-existent. So you go to the local public house, and there's families there, and you know the parents are drinking beer, and the kids are there. Okay, I see what you're saying. You know. So you don't have to be like. Oh, we're going to a bar. A right, it was so taboo. Bag. It was just uh, everything and, just kind of coerced. They work together. Right. That's awesome. I did. I'm, I never even thought about that, yep. to be honest with you. And uh, a lot of people, I mean, I had someone that I worked with came up the other day, and they loved it that were kids were there, dogs were there. It's yep. very family-friendly. 
that astigmatism that there's alcohol there is just not there. And you guys know, you've seen Patrick and Layton running around all over the place. I mean, Patrick can tell you everything about that's going on in there. And uh, we really wanted to make it family-centric and take that astigmatism away. Because it's really, you know, there's, there's it's just, just no, beer. It's just beer. There's no need. And I feel like that's that. pretty much the entire scene in Charleston. I mean, every mm-hmm. brewery, all 26 of them or 27 of them there are now, I, I think it's always a family-oriented Pretty much everywhere, yeah. I think. Yeah, I but you guys that. do it very well. Not everybody uh, enjoys dogs. Um, yeah. guys, not enjoys them, but not everybody allows dogs, I guess right. what I should say. So I think that's a cool aspect to the place. You know, people like to bring their family, and, and mm-hmm. dogs are family to, to a lot of people. So I agree. Yeah. I mean, I see Murphy And I think a lot of that, exactly, a lot of that stems is an extension of us. It's the fact that we have kids, and they're going to be up there, and we have dogs. Right. And when you're working full-time and at the brewery, Sometimes that's the only time you get with them. So you bring them with you. Right. I mean, you, you manage your time where you can. Right. <laughs> it was funny because Saturday afternoon uh, they were working outside in the comics and the cooler and I was brewing and Leighton was playing Blades with one of the guys. Bay Blades. Yeah. Bay Blades, yeah. It was freaking awesome. Yeah. But, you know, Patrick's done it too. Patrick and Blake and Leighton will be there playing Bay Blades or... Pokemon, Pokemon or, or something on uh, the, the Xbox or the one of the... Games consoles, and you'll see that even the customers get into it. It's pretty cool watching it. Yep, that's it's so fun. awesome. My grandparents had a general store when I was growing up. So yeah, we go up to Lowe's. Oh, uh, not Lowe's. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Can't get that place out of your mind. <laughs> you just work out. Was that the hardware store? <laughs> Yeah. It was. Well, it feels better for me to say out loud. It was a hardware store. <laughs> no, just, well, we would go up there as kids. We would just hang out. We spent so much time up there. We just became like common ground. Right. It was. Mm-hmm. It was a good memory. It was nostalgic, and that's a really cool. Like a brewery? Are you kidding me? I would have loved to hang out. Well, now yeah. I would have loved to hang out a brewery as a little kid. Right? Yeah, I think so. Well, I mean, even a gas station was cool, I guess. But, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But if you think about that, the kids that come there now, as they grow mm-hmm. older. That stigma of being around alcohol and beer and all that will be gone. Yes. Right. You know, it's not going to be, I need to go hide out in the woods and pound a 12-pack Bud Light to get hammered. It's like, I've been around beer my whole life, you know? Right. Take some taboo out of it. Right. Because that, that's the fun when you're a teenager is the taboo. Yeah. yeah. But also, you're just making your kids the badasses in high school. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Equipment, it's everything is right there, um, you know, and people feel very in touch with everything. It's really interactive. And his screen went out again. I mean, that's what we wanted to do. We want to make it interactive that people see us, uh, can talk to us, and don't feel intimidated. And, you know, we wanted to make it very laid back. Well, well, speaking of the equipment, you said the equipment's sitting right there. So, um, why did you go with a 10 barrel system? I mean, is that just what you could fit in there? Is that, uh, is that an ideal system? Is that, how much better has well, that been for you? How much more consistent has that been for you? I well, mean, consi- uh, consistency is much better. From the decision-making process, it all has to go do with space and money. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and the biggest thing was money. Really yeah. money. Right. Um, but you probably couldn't fit much more than that in there, right? We really we, can't. We could maybe get away with one more, one more fermenter. Um, so what we basically did is when uh, we got the money, we basically had to do the, the biggest thing with breweries and the biggest thing is volume. You got to make volume. So the only place you're going to get your volume at truly is your fermented volume in your vessels. 
So we knew we were looking at the numbers. We thought about going with a seven barrel, what, six sevens? Yeah. But it was going to take up a lot more space than we wanted to. So I was doing looking things. I was like, why don't we just do four tens? It's the difference in money was minimal. Mm-hmm. And I was like, we'll just do the, you know, we got a three and a half barrel system. It can fill the four. I run four barrels at a time. So we run three runs per beer. I was like, you know, why don't we just do three runs per beer and at least we're getting 10 barrels and we could fill it with the loggers. We overfill the fermenters as high as we can, pretty much up to the the dome at the top. And let's just do it that way. And that's how we decided to do that. Okay. And then, so, go ahead. Were you saying something? No. I was saying we're shit. And then we met our other uh, lifesaver, which was Clint Kern. Yeah. <laughs> who's been awesome. Who's our mechanical guy. And he did all our glycol lines for us in the... Schoon from um, Snafu. Uh, that's, that's your cooling lines, right? Yeah, yeah, it's all our cooling yeah. lines. That big, big running thing outside. Yeah, all the glycol out. Yeah, I think uh, Schoon told you about him, and, and uh, yep. Chris Brown from Holy City. Yep. Because we were in the middle of doing an expansion, and I was trying to find out the best way, and Chris like call Clint. And I came back, told him, he's like, yeah, uh, Schoon said the same thing. So and Clint was like, he came in, he's like, oh fuck that, you need this, and he's right in there. He didn't fuck around. He's business. Got that shit done, and it was humming like a, like a bird. Heck mm. yeah. Yeah, which definitely helped us out because uh, people I was talking to and Ben were talking to, I'm like, man, I don't know about this glycol crap. This doesn't make any sense. Because mm. we knew glycol was going to be the other big purchase other than the fermenters uh, just because of the cost and the expense. And uh, when we got to talking to Clint, it was just a much better conversation. It, yeah, it, he was like, yeah, don't listen to all that bullshit. Right. Yeah, this is what you need to do. So. And if you look at our glycol system compared to any of the other breweries out there, I would say almost every brewery except for maybe Holy City's new one, but every every brewery's glycol system is in the ceiling, right? What the fuck are you guys even talking about? If you if you walk in a brewery <laughs> in the back, you see the the piping <laughs> that's in there. I see Ryan a lot knows. of piping. Yeah. Yeah, so right, a lot but a, a lot of we have a lot of a lot of breweries have that high up, right? So if something happens, then you're up in the ladder fixing shit. Clint doesn't do it that way. Oh, that's right. Schoon does it this way, too. His is lower. So if something breaks, it's just right here. Yeah. The okay. fix. Okay. So and that's not... We were just going to copy everybody else because you assume that's the way it's supposed to be done. Right. But Clint's like, no, no. So hold on a second. You're raving about the fact that you guys yes. decided to put pipes closer to where oh, you were. Yeah. Oh, my God. I can... We've already had the system break. Wait, this is an like, astronomical idea? Yes. Yes, because if you why in the world were people putting the pipes so high? I don't know either. I don't know. Where I've gone to, they're up in the air, and I'm thinking, man, Clint's idea was much better. Just put the stuff right here at waist high. You can cut lines and redo the piping right there. Yeah. Um, But yeah, our glycol system is basically so those tanks that we have. We have four tens, and they do. They have three inches of polyurethane in from that outside jacket to the inside. So if you open the manway when you're cleaning them, mm-hmm. there's like three inches there of um, space basically that's uh, insulation, but the glycol runs in it like a, it looks like if you pull the shell off, it looks like bubble wrap, half of it. So our glycol keeps everything cold. And unfortunately, since we do lagers, we do a lot of things at 40 degrees, 50 degrees, and it keeps all our tanks cold. So. It was a big purchase, and I think going with Clint was a big good decision because he really helped us kind of like point us in the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know, it got us a really nice um, glycol system. Dual pump. With dual pumps in it, so if we have a failure in the middle of summer, 
We're, we're still coming. We're still running. We're still humming. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he was really good and just kind of helped us out on those things. So I really have to say we got lucky because then we met John too. You introduced us to John. Yeah, John's electrician. Commercial electrician. He's been awesome too. So very cool. It's all about is uh, <clears throat> making good contacts in business. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> now since you've got those ten barrel systems now, now, now you guys are distributing, correct? We correct. are distributing. And where, where are you guys? Where can we find you guys? <clears throat> well, it, it does change, but last last month we were in 60 different restaurants and bars across really? the state. 60? 60. Holy crap, right. man. When did that happen? Uh, if you go to our Facebook page, you'll see I, I try to update as much as I can, which is difficult. <sighs> I know I have no time. But there is a link on there where you can see where they're at. But, you know, uh, Brown Dog Deli, uh, downtown uh, Carolina Ale House, believe it or not, almost always has Oak Road. Wow. Yeah. They, yeah. The Joggle Board, they have Hefeweizen. Yeah. Chagaborn's on tap all the time. Yeah, uh, Evo's. Abe's always been a huge supporter of us from Evo's. Yeah, he's great. Um, I was just at uh, Craftsman Old Kitchen. Charlie Public House today. I saw Old two Charlie. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, awesome. Yep. Those guys have been good, too. Dude, that's yep. great. You guys mm-hmm. are everywhere. Uh, We're trying. Yeah, Dog time. and Duck in Somerville's got yep. us on tap. They got the Vina Lager on tap. Um, they wanted two, two yeah, they, of that. Yeah, they so jumped in. They want half barrels. They want half barrels, and they're going through it. But guys, they can go, so we don't go through every all sixty. They can go to Facebook and see a link you said. Mm-hmm. Our webpage. Our webpage. Yeah. yeah. So we're yeah, kind definitely. of lucky. We um, we're with Advantage, and we're in a, a three tier system. So just you know, we're producers, and they have whole distributors and retailers. So we have to go through a distributor, but our distributor is statewide. So for the franchise laws, like every distributor is franchised for different areas. We're kind of it's, lucky. Advantage is franchised for the whole state. So literally from day when we started distributing and we released all our beer to the state, we've been in Greenville, to Myrtle Beach now, to Beaufort, to Charleston, Columbia, to Rock Hill. I mean, literally we've been across the state and that's been really cool to watch. You know, we get the sales reports and our distribution reports and seeing beer all over the state. It's pretty cool. So if you go a place and you see your beer on tap, (laughs) (laughs) do you order it? Yes. Absolutely. All right. <laughs> it's cool. It is really cool, you know. Uh, it's kind of funny, you know. You always think, hey, it'd be cool to see my beer. But you're spending the money you're making on your beer on your beer. Uh, How exciting is that, that is so cool. Yeah. You walk in a place and you like, man, you see that tap handle? I'm like, I want to know growth. <laughs> and people think it's probably funny, but, you know, and I guess just, you know, we're kind of newer at it than everybody else. It's still, it is still cool. Yeah, there's well, nothing like, oh, and uh, sure. like I said, Aaron and I know Veronica's done mm-hmm. it, and the rest of them have. But you know, Aaron was really cool when she went to Bacon's Brothers and ordered the Dunkle. That's what she ordered was the Dunkle, and then had her shirt on and talked to the manager, and that was really cool. Yeah, for and sure. And it, it just it's engaging and it is cool. I know uh, my wife Veronica got a little, uh, she drank a little bit too much at Ale House one night, and uh, hit juggling board. Just enough. <laughs> yeah, just yeah, enough. Just enough. Just enough to bring that salesman out in her. Yeah. And she was selling the <laughs> shit out of that Vienna Lager. <laughs> so what is Alfred Distribution right now? We talked about juggling board, Vienna Lager. Uh, Triple H, they have Bison. Okay. Uh, the Dunkel and CCE, when we get it back in, back out there, they're out right now. Mm. But uh, those are the... F- get that back. I know, I know. People, people get angry. <laughs> They, they what, do. what a good problem to have, though. Uh, you know, I'm. I'm as a it, it is a good problem to have. How dare it's, they have it demand? Is, it gets more frustrating for me because um, you know I want our beers more consistent, more on tap everywhere, uh, all the time. 
Um, you know, we're one on the on the distribution side. We're still figuring out like what's going to sell, what's not going to sell, where things are selling, where aren't things selling. You know, we learned real quick the Jaga board man is taking off in half barrels, which I didn't. I kind of ex- wanted Jaga board to take off just because it did take off in house and within the first three months of us being open. But like Jaga board's taking off in half barrels, and now Vienna Logger's out there. You know, the VFW one's half barrels, which is pretty cool in Somerville. So it's the distribution side it's nice because we do have accounts that want certain beer the um, so it's it's really it's almost like a, it gets frustrating for me because it's a balance you know we didn't have the space to kind of keep everything we wanted and when an account doesn't have beer it's kind of like all right you're letting the account mm-hmm. down right. because the account yeah. really likes this beer or we have customers that come in you brian you've seen you know uh contra's been an issue lately which hopefully we should be correcting here shortly um it'll still only be in-house you know, we get people that um, when they, the beers aren't on tap, they they get angry. We've had people very I've angry. I've had people when, walk out. Yeah, because there's a certain beer on tap. Um, I've had yeah. people with Jock and Board, Vienna, Munich Dunkel, ANCC, and Contra all, and Bipolar not be happy that we didn't have those on tap. Which is it's I mean, kind of funny, of but then things. it's kind of like, well, you know, it's only, you know, you know we only have <laughs> so much space. So much space. <laughs> right. And at we least... didn't have a walk-in until this weekend up and running. It's like, I can only do so much, but, you know, it is cool. But as a stand business standpoint, not having stuff in stock and not keeping consistency has been very frustrating for me. So I'm, I'm working on, we're hopefully going to keep that taken care of now. With our walk-in, we're going to get our um, product in there more consistently so we have the same beers on all the time. And um, people can enjoy all of them. Because even Alspart we want to have on. Because the last one I did ask for, everybody was drinking it, um, including all the owners and Ben and, and Aaron and Veronica, and all of them were angry with me because it's gone in two weeks. I'm like, I, I, I can I can do. Yeah. I am one of those people. So, <laughs> so like, I would come on shift and that's what I would drink. I mean, so, easy drinking. I like it. Yeah, yeah so we're going to do ask for it in the main system. We're going to do it as an eight-barrel run, um, see how it sells, uh, probably send some out for distribution. But uh, we want to keep that on tap in-house because people enjoy it and people go there to enjoy those beers. Yeah. So we want our course to be on all the time. Yeah, what does that word mean? Yeah. What do you mean? Price fart. <laughs> exit. Audubon <laughs> exit. exit. Audubon exit. Actually, Ben came up with it. When he came to me, he said, I really want to do a German pills. And I was like, ah. <laughs> Alright, I gotta figure out time because we only have two lager tanks and Vienna Lager and Jogger Board are selling like crazy. And at the time, we couldn't go out of Jogging Board because we had, right. man, we'd have riots. And it was really bad when Jogging Board was really rolling and we really, I finally got it really nailed down. I mean, we would have people that were just unexcusably angry when we didn't have <laughs> Jogging Board on. Yeah. So we did the house part, we got it rolling, and um, yeah, every time it comes out, it's done well. So we really want to keep Yeah, that I know the rotation. guy who kicked it the other day. He was in there. He got two growlers <laughs> yeah. up. And I, and I, think he had, I think he had five glasses and he got two, yeah, West, two growlers. Yeah. West Sawyer. Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and the Pyre Week, he kicked our keg of the mint julep. Damn. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even get to try that. Yeah, no one did because no he, he drank it all. It all. <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> what do you mean by mint julep? So, you know, that's really cool. But, you know, it's also like, you know, you want to have all your beers for everybody to try. So right. we're going to be doing a lot more of that. And then um, it's going to free up some space on our one-barrel pilot. We're probably going to slow down doing the beers a week and do more... Beer of the uh, month. Beer of the month. But we want to get, like... We really... I really yeah. want... I told Ben, and we've all talked about this. We really want it. Jogging Board, Fianna Lager, Munich Dunkel, 
Alspart, Bipolar, Contra, uh, Percy, which is going to be our summer release, and we want to do it, make sure we have it on tap all the time for the next six months, and CCE as our core beers for the summer months and always on. Um, you know, uh, we'll readjust Percy as we go. Um, I would like to bring it in more consistency year round and figure out how to get that in there. Um, cause we do have a core group of people that like that too. And, and want to do that. <laughs> yeah, we, we know so, <laughs> we hear about it often. Beers. And you know, we do Aaron Gabra, which is the, um, dry stout. And I want to keep that on top. That's time, good. Cause too. people like it. Yeah. You know, it doesn't sell, you know, you don't sell a huge amount of that, especially in summertime because everyone's like, Oh, it's a dark beer. And yeah. it is a dark beer. It's black beer, but it's just like drinking yeah, a black cup a, of coffee. Yeah, just it's like CCE. Mm-hmm. It's easy drinking. It's only 4% alcohol. You know, you're not going to annihilate it. It's on nitro. It's really cool. You know, for me, it's like, hey, man, this is awesome. I did a blend with that the other day. I, I went next door and got the nitro cold brew. And then I put the nitro cold brew on I bet top that of it. It was really good. It was good. Do like a espresso shot. Nice. <laughs> yeah, a wicked magician over here. There you go. Awesome. So. Well, here's a question for you. So I know all your growlers are 15 bucks to get a growler fill, mm-hmm. 64 ounce growler fill. You guys losing money on that? I mean, it seems like Wait, that's, a, that's the lowest price in town no for a growler. What? Well, no, it depends on the, on the beer. Uh, oh. Most of the beers are around 15. Most of them are 15. Mm-hmm. Um, That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not saying it's a bad thing. It's a fantastic price. Percy just, and a lot like of the other special releases are higher. Is so Percy considered a special mm-hmm. release? Yeah, it's yes, a it is. Beer. Well, that explains why I like it. Yeah, so. That one's usually six fifty a glass, I think, right? Yeah, and that's twenty five dollars a growler. Twenty five dollars a growler. Now, is there any? Because you're talking about beers and they're going quickly and stuff that you do just uh, you know a couple kegs of stuff. Do you ever think about just not selling growler fills on those so they last longer in house? Or? <laughs> Or is that not an option? Why would you want to do that? Right. Well, I mean, like Lowe's would do take, the same thing and yeah, say only 32-ounce growler fills or no growler fills on so this. We, on it's certain beers, I could see what they do. Right. Yeah. Sometimes, like the beer of the week, no growler. Because it's only one keg. Um, everything else we do... One keg? Yeah, one keg. Yeah, the one keg. Wait, when's beer of the week right? happen? Well, it's been tough. It's been tough with the new <laughs> yeah, system. Yeah, that seems pretty crazy to keep up with. It, and believe me, I understand how crazy it is to keep up with certain things you want to release weekly. <laughs> we're probably we're gonna do it hit or miss and just when we can but I, to make a point about your the price Sorry. point about growler fills no you're fine because beer of the week is something we like to do we really enjoy doing it when we had a smaller system and we were doing we had more time to do it now with our larger system it is to me and i knew this was eventually going to happen i probably was trying to just be more naive to it again on the thing this when you're spending eight hours to make six gallons, it makes no sense for me. When I can spend eight hours doing, working on my 10 barrel runs and making money and production, and it's a production mindset now. This is not home brewing. Not that I'm putting aside home brewers or my home brewing uh, background. I mean, that's awesome. I love doing, trust me, coming up with one-off stuff, uh, silly things are, is, is definitely fun. It gives the creative side. But as a business now, our job is to sell beer have consistency and have product lines. Right. Um, price points, you know, that's a whole other story because you got to remember we're a brewery, so we're selling everything that what what we get. When other people sell growlers, they're dealing with markups from distributors and other things like that. Mm-hmm. Depending on where you're at and price, you know, that's a whole other uh, scheme we've had to kind of work out and go through. And it's not really a scheming a bad thing, but you know, price pointing is huge. 
especially in the brewing industry and as we're in a three-tiered system and we work with a distributor and then there's markups again is working that to make sure you're competitive in the price market and competitive elsewhere with the growlers we want people to be able to come to our house come to our place drink our beer get a growler to go and not feel and like share it with other people share it with other people because Makes that's going to bring people back to the place so for me, it's almost like a growler is like a way of extent our extension to other people that they can go out, <laughs> share it, and bring people back. So makes sense. I mean, you would rather so people, advertising. yeah, come in house to get yes. a growler right. rather we than getting the same back. price. I mean, that's else. where your money is, right? right. The pours exactly. in house. No, no, no. The pours in house is right. you. Any any person in business is going to tell you, in house sales is where you want your money. You're going to make your money, not always distribution. Right. Distribution. Is helping us. Don't get me wrong. Just being out and about has definitely brought people in. Mm-hmm. And the first uh, example of that I was really cool over Christmas time. We had people that were down at the Charleston place. Oh, yeah, that one. And they came up and they specifically pulled me aside and said, uh, "We came up here because we had CCE on tap and it was awesome, and they wanted to come to the brewery." Very cool. So that was really cool. So that has it's been reciprocated. That's yeah. awesome. So, well, just to carry this conversation on. What are we doing about canning? Bottling. Anything? <laughs> Constantly researching. <laughs> I opened that can of worms at our meeting the other night. I don't, you know, we, we, it is a whole can of worms. We just heard from somebody the other day, right? They coast, they well, actually rent, rent their canning. Correct. But they rent there are options out there. Yeah. Um, you still need space and oh. you still need volume. <clears throat> right. Are you lacking both? We're definitely like space. No, we could do it space if we definitely... wanted to. The price point is not good. Right. Yeah. So for our style. But, you know, I mean, having the beer out there in people's hands is what's going to bring them back. Being so. able to take jogging board to the beach would probably make a lot of our customers happy. Yeah. yeah. What about crowlers? Thought about it. We've thought about that, too. It's Designing a, a label a... for said brewery <laughs> would make a lot of your, your customers happy. <laughs> <laughs> the bill you're going to get for us, or? <laughs> like I said, I like bartering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> These are all things we have been talking about a lot lately. Um, with canning, um, we probably do have options. Uh, unfor- uh, not unfortunately, but there needs to be some things in place for me before we just start canning because it's it's a product issue and I want to make sure our product's going to be right. consistent, you know, free of infections and things like that. So, right. No, that's, that's great. I would that's one much thing rather I you <laughs> yeah, handle that than me and what, buy what I want to drink, get to the beach, open up and be like, what the fuck am I drinking right <laughs> yeah. now? Exactly. Well, and we learned, like I said, all the issues that we went through back in the day. Yeah. It was, you know, like, you know, you, t- you take that beating and you learn uh, when your product's out there, not the way you want it to be out there, and you think about the way you want it to, so you learn that, and now you get to this point where we feel like we have some more. Um, that's what I'm looking for. More <clears throat> consistency. Yeah, the the beer is more consistent now, and all the issues we had are gone. Um, you want to make sure you maintain that because it only takes a couple bad beers to ruin all the hard work you did to yeah. to get where we're at now. Yeah, right. well, I, I remember when Co started uh, canning their hop art. And mm-hmm. there was some big stink over. This does not taste like right. what Harpart tastes like. And there, uh, yeah, there were some issues. Yeah, uh, and everyone's had them, and that's what I, I want to avoid. Try to mitigate that as much as possible. Try to mitigate. Yeah, it, it basically, um, you know, every time you you're pitching yeast, every time you're working in these in these in these confines, you know, you're playing with fire. Sometimes it's just 
when's the fire going to burn you? Um, you know, we even had, uh, and people were angry about this, the Irish Red we did this um, oh, yeah. that we do in March. So I had a fresh pitch of yeast coming off CCE. It was super healthy and hearty. It didn't want to work. It was like on strike. And <laughs> I told Ben, I said, we cannot put this out. I mean, it took like four weeks to ferment out. It tasted horrible. It tasted like applesauce. I was like, we cannot do this. You know, we're not doing this at all. And we did. We, I dumped it. I was like, we're not doing it. So, you know, but that was just a one barrel? Or yeah, yeah, but yeah. still, it can't. You I know, mean, it'll happen we, in pen barrel. Yeah. You yeah. know, we, we've but been they very, very strict about that from now on. And if we don't think something comes out, it, you know, I was disappointed. Orchata didn't come out for May 5th. And I don't think it was anything I did. I'd used some new ingredients that I didn't like. And it wasn't going out. I didn't like it. And That's was, good. And I made that decision from now on that we've really, we're going to stick to that, that, you know, if things don't come out the way we want it or present, presented to the public, then we're just... It's just not going to be done. I mean, that's it just good business. Anymore. I mean, that's the way so. you got to be. Mm. If you got to dump it, you got to dump it. Yep. It's quality control, absolutely. Mm-hmm. So because so which way would you guys lean if you were going to put something out, cans or bottles? There's pros and cons to each. And again, there's no simple answer because it's all based off of, you know, space. I just feel like cans have just skyrocketed here recently. Yeah, they have. And there's also, like, you know, again, outside the homebrew mentality, um, you know, you got to consider tariffs and, you know, volume and Budweiser plays their games. Now you got to deal with that. Yeah. Uh, then buying up all the aluminum. Um, so you, you got to, oh yeah, do you want to, there's a whole podcast. Holes. What? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, when you buy, well, the biggest thing why cans are being so popular is the oxygen. So if you get oxygen into a food product, it calls staling reactions. That's why your Doritos got nitrogen filled in them and then the bags, you know, you can pop them. Mm. Um, so what's nice about uh, canning right now is the oxygen level, the dissolved oxygen levels is way low, way, way, way low in the, you know, 0.00 parts per billion if you're really good at your process. And, well, you know, even just a little bit of parts per billion of oxygen can screw up a product six months down the road. And, you know, we don't have control of the product either when it leaves our building. You know, where is it being stored? How is it being handled? And cans seem to be good for that. And cans are also good for the beach. You know, people let you go to beach pool, park with cans, and that's why cans are so popular. However, on the other end, you know, as a small consumer, you know, if I'm only buying a few hundred pallets a year pack of of cans and someone's buying millions of pallets, you know, it makes it kind of difficult. And there's been issues with that, you know, in the past. And, you know, just we don't have the volume, you know. I don't have billions and millions of dollars to, or even hundreds of thousands of dollars. You don't? I'd love to. What are we yeah. doing here? What the hell is Greg Schuler doing? Yeah. Yeah. It makes it hard as a small business guy, you know, as a group, to, you know, always find those answers. Yeah. So. All right, before we get too far, let's open our last one. Yeah, let's open this last beer. And what are we uh, drinking, Brian? Your favorite? Oh, <gasps> Caleb's favorite. The German guy that came in the other day, Iluk Dunkel, something like some. Something. So there's a yeah. there's a there's a uh, story behind the name. Is there? You want yeah, to tell well, he would probably have the story more. Than but that. you know, I say Dunkel, and this guy. Well, Elch Dunkel is what it's called. Elch, maybe that's. What it's well, go ahead, tell a story. Is that what he said? Let's do it. Um, Elch is moose in German. Okay. Okay. So. What is Dunkel in German? No, it's dark. But again, it's moose Dunkel, moose knuckle. Dark. Moose shit? No, moose knuckle. You know what a moose knuckle is? 
Oh, yeah. Oh. Okay. I got you. 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 <laughs> <laughs> I figured that out. Maybe you didn't get it. This now is really his favorite beer. I got it. So we're talking, we're, we're talking <laughs> yoga pants here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is so much better beer now. <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. We're definitely cheering to this one. George Cheersing or whatever the fuck you want to call it. Prost. 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 All right. And uh, tell us a little bit about this one. So I think Munich, we just did. Yeah, Munich, <laughs> Munich titles, we always explain to customers, like a cousin to the Jogging Board. So it's all Munich malt and a little bit of chocolate malt, a little bit of chocolate, English chocolate malt, because it's very chocolatey. It's That's got a, like a dark chocolate note to it. This is another beer we decided to do. We just do Oktoberfest. Ben wanted us to do it. This beer sold out like... Man, it was quick when we did our first Oktoberfest like three years ago. So we kind of rotated it in and in, and every time it rotated in and out, it did really well. So we were working on, um, we were filling our tanks. (laughs) This is a funny story. We were getting ready to fill our tanks. This wasn't actually on our list to make as a regular. So I'd oversight an order from our uh, one of our distributors and I didn't realize supplier supplier excuse me and we got a ton of Munich malt I was like well I guess we got to make a Munich dunkel and, and Ben's like yeah try it so we did and the crap like literally the beer boom, flew off the shelves of the distributor so we're like right, I guess we're gonna keep it in rotation yeah, yeah. and we kept it in rotation so it wasn't necessarily going to be a rotating beer uh, actually probably Ausfart would have been the first one that made yeah dunkel so. But since the sales did so well, we kept it on tap. And like I said, we got Bacon's Brothers carrying it. Lowe's in Lexington loves it. So we Dog Brown Deli. <clears throat> yeah, Brown Dog Deli loves, loves this one and the CCE. So yeah. we have clients now that have gotten these beers and like it no matter what. So it's going to stay. Heck yeah. yeah. Stay. I mean, I think when I work, if CCE is not on, this is probably the second beer that I pour. Besides Jogging Board. Mm-hmm. You know, the second best. And uh, you know, no one else does it. Yeah, we're just doing local dunkle round, so. Right. Oh, man. It's (laughs) It's so nice and easy to get. It's like right down the road. Absolutely. That's even better. It's right down the road. And you get it fresh. Right out, almost right out of the tank, if you want. Well, we're getting pretty, well, we have about maybe 15 minutes. And we never hit up on your, uh. Your twelve beers of Christmas. Oh, twelve beers of Christmas. Well, that that and the anniversary. We want to hit, we want to hit on for sure. All right, so but let's finish up with both of those then. Okay, so the twelve beers of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> we were gonna do it the first year we opened, and we thought about it, thought about it, and Brent's like, "Yeah, we probably shouldn't." I was like, "Yeah, probably right. We we should. We don't think we should do this." So we got through our first year, got through all those struggles, started picking up steam, doing things a lot better, things going well, and I was like, "All right." <laughs> here we go here we go with this stupid idea again should we do it so Ben's like yeah let's go for it do you think you can do it I was like yeah it's gonna be tough but we'll, we'll, we'll do it we're definitely gonna do it and oh my god literally that um, and you know people say uh, December's slow <laughs> that ours is our busiest month literally is our busiest month is December wow. yeah. it is the biggest thing and now that we've done it two years two in a row, row we have got I keep thinking it's three and it's not it's only two we have a ton of people that follow it now, and people yeah. are really into it. And they started slow this year, but as soon as the first week was done, I mean, literally, people are, everything was going. Damn. 
Was that Imperial so, Stout that she did? Was that part of the 12? No. No, that was, that was separate. something separate. Yeah. That's yeah. one of my favorites but, so yeah, far. how amazing was that? Side note. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was awesome. It's the Heart of Winter, that one? Yeah, the Heart of yes. Winter. Yes. It was fantastic. So Heart of Winter, we will keep, <clears throat> and we will do... It'll come out every January. Every January. Um, I have to wait till January? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to rotate. Uh, I think I'm going to do, for the winter months, to a Bach on the main system that we can do for mm-hmm. one of our seasonal beers. And then uh, probably do, like, try to do a double Bach in-house, too. But anyways, uh, so 12 beers of Christmas, actually... Um, it was, yeah, it just, started out. It was going to be one. We were going to do it one day. One day. And we were trying to figure out how to get twelve beers on tap. At the time, we only had like six taps, I think. Mm-hmm. We had jockey boxes rigged up, and do all this other kind of crazy shit. Um, and I didn't, some of the beers weren't done yet, uh, so we're like, well, why don't we just make it like three beers a week mm. for the entire month? Make it a month thing, a January thing. And then we came up with a shirt idea, which people love. Yeah, I want one. I'm so pissed I don't have you gotta, one. You gotta, you gotta drink all 12 beers. You gotta drink all 12 beers. It's that easy. Cool. So, <laughs> <Good job. laughs> but that's the thing, you know, it's gotten people in it that now they're there every night. And, yeah. they want to have, and they'll come in, have their beer, and leave. And what um, a great idea. Every fr- Oh, man. What a great idea. <laughs> well done. Yeah, it was, uh, it's tough. Uh, you know, the funny story. So, about you just, well, so you just get the shirt or you have to stay? No, no. You have to drink we, all 12. Yeah, we have you a card. have a card. Okay. And you drink all 12 beers and you'll get, usually it's a shirt. People like the shirts. Okay. Um, oh, drink, oh, so you get the shirt. If you one. drink all 12 beers. Right. Gotcha. It's not like you get the option to buy the shirt. No, no. <laughs> the only people who have the 12 beers Christmas shirt are the ones who completed all 12 beers. Excellent. Right. That's it. I was like, I know what good. I'm People like games. Mm-hmm. They like it. And they've really enjoyed it. And it's uh, it's been super popular. Yeah, that's great. And uh, yeah, it's been, it was, it's been awesome. It is a pain in the ass. It's not a pain in the ass. I really like, it's very difficult that November to December time of year because you think everyone's like, oh, in the brewing industry, slow months, production slows down, shutdowns happen, things like that. I'm like, freaking, that month is like, between insane. Thanksgiving and the New Year is insane for us. It literally, but it, it's really fun to watch people get into it and then get the shirts and they're all excited and they wear the shirt and everyone goes, "Why well, don't I have a shirt? Why well, don't I have a shirt?" So it's really gotten it's a me. lot of steam, <laughs> Caleb. And then they're pissed of off because they've already missed the first two beers. Right, they can't right, get right, the right. shirt. They're gonna wait till next but year. But then they still come in and That's drink the beer and they're still into mm. it. So which has been cool. They still get into it, which has been. But you great. couldn't just let people buy the shirt. No. Nope. You don't want to do that? No, nope. no, there's no value nope. in nope. that. Nope. Right. No, but I mean, so, you, you can drink the beers and get the shirt, but then after the fact, you can't have some leftover no, shirts. No, no, we've been, yeah, you we've been real that. strict on that. Like, you have to drink all 12 beers. You okay. drink all 12 beers, fill, fill out your card, turn it in, you get a shirt. And that's how we've done it. If you're wearing that shirt and someone's like, oh, yeah, you can just go up and buy it. Takes it away. It takes them. Yeah. yeah. What the fuck is the well, point? Well, I mean, you know. You didn't earn that shirt. the price up. You didn't earn that shirt. And, and that's and, and that's the thing. That's the big thing about it is people like wear there like a badge on it. Like yes. I earned that shirt. Right. I got it. All right, I can see so, it. So um, that's, that's a great idea. A funny story it. though. We almost didn't do it this year. The past past December. With, yeah, oh. with the with the expansion, we were man. I was teetering and teetering. I was like, no, we have to do it. We have to do it. And we uh, we needed it, it too. And, yeah, we made it happen. And man, it was like even. The first week, it was kind of like, eh. And I was like, man, man, this is going to suck. Maybe it wore it. Because I was really worried that this is just novelty now. And then uh, after the first week, I mean, it went right back to where it was. And we did even better than the previous year. And I was like, well, we're going to stick with it. It's definitely... 
Nice. And every year you see more people are going to get in. There, yes, they talk about it mm-hmm. all, you know, throughout the year. Oh, you guys are going to be totally fucked this year. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're yeah. promoting this like a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, well, and then talking about, I know we're going to do our anniversary. Uh, I got even a dumber idea. Because we're all football fans. Everybody knows who comes to Detroit. We're soccer fans for those in America. And uh, we're going to do something really cool for the World Cup. And it's going to be kind of based around the same uh, premise and concept. However, this time it's going to be all our normal beers with different ingredients from different countries. And only a few actual beer beers that we've made but most of it's going to be a blend of our regular standard beers with different ingredients from different countries based on the countries that are in the world cup except right. for like one or two <laughs> and i've heard whispers right world cup of beer or something like that yeah it's whispered we really haven't said anything what we're going to do yet um but yeah it's coming it's coming yeah it's coming oh, Very cool. oh yes <laughs> it will be crazier than <laughs> Uh, I think it's a crazier idea I came up with. In, um, and your anniversary um, is on? 23rd. Well, it's actually the whole weekend. Right. But the uh, 23rd the is the main day. The weekend of the 22nd, correct? Right. Well, yes. 22nd is Friday, Friday, I believe. Yep. Right. And 23rd. And then I've, I've seen a guy in there a couple times. I guess there's going to be an Irish Yeah, nickname. there is. So the uh, 20? Yes. Yeah. June 22nd. Moonlight Ale, uh, Jimmy McElligot's a f- uh, friend of mine. I've known him um, uh, for a while. He's a pediatrician, and I work with his wife. And uh, he has been looking to play in Somerville. And I harassed oh. him. I keep, him and I have gone back and forth on this through his wife. And eventually, he we got this day, and they held the coffee shop for us. And they are going to come play. So Friday the 22nd is Moonlight Ale. They're an Irish band, five-piece set. They're going to play seven to nine. Um, for the whole two hours, they're gonna they're very they're interactive. Gonna be in the warehouse. Yeah. They're gonna be in the warehouse. They're very interactive. Heck yeah! Got a crowd following. They are three of the members are from Somerville, so it's gonna be really cool to have an actual like local, local. Yep. Irish band coming. So I think right. everybody's really gonna enjoy it. And they do um, traditional Irish music, pub songs. They do pogues and they do the Saw Doctors too. Awesome. So they do some covers. It's gonna be cool. I think it's real. I'm really excited. Actually. I can tell. So. <laughs> yeah, and then. Saturday, what are we well, doing? Then we have Oh Yeah Barbecue that oh, night. Oh Yeah Barbecue that night. Those cooking. guys are awesome. Yeah, yeah. They've been yeah, with us been for... Week. They've been with us a year now. About a year, yeah. Yeah, when we talked to them initially, we were like, yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of slow. It's hit or miss. <laughs> and they've stuck with us, and they've been a great, great yep. group to work with, too. They've uh, they've really uh, benefited from uh, being with us, and so have we. Uh, they'll be there Friday night, and then Saturday... Saturday uh, during the we're day... We're planning it. The women... Yeah, the, yeah all the so wives are doing it for us. Involved in this during thing. a day, Grouchos <laughs> and Donatos are going to offer food, I believe, for free. You mean Grouchos? Grouchos. Grouchos. Yeah. The deli? Yeah. The deli. With some STP sauce? <laughs> no, shut up. No. Are you serious? <laughs> yeah. That's the reason you, you go free. I believe it's going to be for yeah. free, yeah. STP sauce is so true. And then uh, Sabor, uh, Keep Breaking Cuisine will be there at night. Oh, they're great too. They're fantastic. Yeah. They're like steak sandwich or whatever. Yeah, they um, and then uh, Double Knot Spies is going to play even earlier Double than they normally are they do. Coming, are they coming six to nine? Something like that. Yeah, they're playing f- oh, for a huge oh, set. great band. Two good bands, two nights in a row. You cannot beat it. It's going to be really fun. And then because I guess there's a special bingo on Sunday because bingo is a huge deal for us, believe it or not. I know. Wait, I know. Yeah, I had to move all those fucking yeah. chairs the other night, Saturday night, for the bingo. I guess it's huge. Bingo is huge. 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 What's, well, the, what's the age group? Anyone. Wow. Kids. Yeah. What do you win? 
Uh, uh, we get bar stuff away or gift certificates, things like that. We do for grand prize, yeah. Any food on the twenty fourth? Uh, not this month, but we do have. Um, no, I mean for the anniversary. On on that, I'm gonna try to get. Um, Oh, what's the name of that burger place? Hold on, late right now. Wait, so that you new burger joint. If I just show up with a grill and a bunch of Way back ballpark burgers. franks, no, 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 the new food truck. Sell hot oh, dogs. food truck. <laughs> if you have a license, <laughs> you gotta have a license in this state. I'm supposed to talk to him today, but like food we're license away. or just like food license. Damn it! I, I got license, like business wise, I can sell shit, but. <laughs> Uh, Johnny Poppers. Not food. What's Johnny, Johnny Poppers? Popper? Johnny Poppers That's... Burger Buggy. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get them out there for that Sunday. So you haven't got them yet. No, so I was supposed to talk to them today. Right now, but work got in the way. All right. So this is at 1:37. We're gonna do a shout out. Johnny Poppers, get on it. Is that where at 1:37? What are you doing? Yeah, you know we're getting really close to wrapping it up. I have a question. Hit. Why is there a picture of Richard Mallet on your wall? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> is that not inspirational? Does that not inspire you to go out and push yeah, it to the it limit? It inspires me to go home and listen to Chariots of Fire. Look at yeah. his face. He wants to give up, but he's not. <laughs> so, I still think we should have gotten Patrick to come and play drums. Some bag history. Uh, that was in the Mallet family for years, obviously since 2011, and no one ever wanted it. <laughs> How did so, you end up with it? Jackie knew... That the sole owner of that would be me, and I got it as a Christmas gift, and I have literally hung it up in every place I've lived ever since. That's fantastic. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I think it's great. It's yeah, wonderful. I think it fits. But the anniversary weekend's going to be awesome. I'm yeah. really looking forward. Oh, and we're doing an anniversary beer, and our anniversary That's right. beer is a, a classic American Pilsner. Okay. So, right on. Yeah. So, are you doing the same beers for the twelve beers of Christmas? Or nope. Oh no no no. They different. change. Look at this. <laughs> we have some staples that. Did I give it? I thought I gave well, it. Well, Wassel will probably be one of them. Wassel is a staple. Uh, yeah, the cookie quarter is a staple. Oh, okay. Mm. Uh, but it goes. It's not just you. Everybody likes the Wassel. We have certain people that really like. I have just beers. Just that I hope that it's like not it. just me. I can't drink no. all of it. <laughs> um, Wassel and then the brand cookie. Um, From oh, Porter? Yeah, cookie Porter, sorry. Ooh, and it does. what else did we add? I don't know. We won't make any announcements because we won't do that until uh, it won't be announced until December 1st. Yeah, we'll get so, you back on before the. Uh, yeah, we'll yeah absolutely. Because, we'll uh, yeah, because in November we'll do uh, on Black Friday, we'll do the. Um, Brewing with Brian. Brewing with Brian. We'll do the release of the Schwartz beer, which will be our kind of like. Other winter release, and then we'll do our black IPA that we release usually. In Ooh, the black IPA, too. yeah, delicious. All right, Cascade Centennial Citra. That's a one barrel run, though. That's it. Uh, the Schwartz beer is probably going to be an eight barrel run out of the main system. We'll do it as um, send out for distribution. Yeah, that seemed pretty popular. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome, yeah. Well, and then Oktoberfest in October, we have tons of things. Planned. Yeah, you guys seem pretty busy. Yeah, <laughs> we are very busy. <laughs> Do we have anything in July? I don't think we have anything big in July. No, I was gonna to talk to Aaron about that. No, See, I have of July. What the hell, guys? Yeah. Well, we well, you can we do. We'll do something Fourth of July. We can do something for Fourth. Are you gonna do red, white, and blue again? Yeah, we can do whatever you guys want. But then we have IPA Day in August, and we'll do some IPAs for uh, Oktoberfest starts October one, and we switch all the taps to German beers, uh, and then Contra goes to Grapefruit Contra for um, Breast Cancer Awareness Month. 
the uh, Oktoberfest beer is going to be made this summer, and it'll be released September 15th, Martin. roughly. Okay. I remember that one. That will go out for distribution. So we'll have I didn't realize you did so much specialty stuff. Yeah, holy Tom, shit. You we try to, yeah. busy. I know. That's good. Get, oh, and, and specialty you should mention beer. Andy's beer. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're doing a, the Winner for a Grants event from last year. Uh, Andy Pinsover, a friend of ours, uh, won, and we're doing a white stout with Costa Rican coffee from next door. Shut the fuck up. Are you serious? Yeah. When can I get that? It's gonna it has lactose in it. I thought you were I don't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> He's going on Amazon to get his pills. <laughs> Actually, I never thought about doing that. He's gonna get his lactate and be alright. Honestly, yeah. lactate's very expensive, but I may be I may be able to get a better. <laughs> Is it coming out this weekend? Amazon. It should come out this weekend, yeah. We Honestly, lactose in no, beer is craft beer week this week too. Oh that's so, right. Uh, I can handle it in beer. It doesn't it doesn't okay. upset me, so yeah. Well, as long as you drink it outside, it's so when it's smell your ass. Sugar. <laughs> yeah. Drink it here. So, yeah. Take it home. I'm drinking it out. I don't uh, care where we'll, I am. We'll, huh? we'll keep a bedpan up here. <laughs> I'll poop my pants. <laughs> I love. But, yeah. I, love I mean, we have tons of stuff. Because, yeah, it's craft beer week, so we got a triple in. Uh, oh, man. Uh, check pills. And I, this year I did the check pills with actually the check um, yeast, which is much different. It's got a little more kind of character to it. Yeah, a little it was a sweeter. Good so that'll be out um, this week too. So, yeah. Are you guys doing anything special for Charleston Beer Week? Yep. Mm-hmm. Well, what, what is that? Shit. Well, we got well, Grant's event now. Well, we're... first off, speaking, Uh-oh. going back to the anniversary, Percy's going to be out for the anniversary too. Percy right? will be out the week before. We're doing a Percy before. release June oh, 9th, I think it is. The week before, I thought. Charleston Beer Week was in September. No, 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 no. no Percy. Yes, about Percy. I went back to the anniversary. Oh, he went to the anniversary. We could just wait for Percy for the weekend, the anniversary yeah, I party. I thought we already decided June 9th, though. This took too bad. The sooner the better. Because the week the week after is the World Cup, and we oh, that's right. To coincide with anything else we'd be doing for the World Cup. We're getting close. We will be open all the time for the World Cup. Oh yeah, it does. Does say 18 minutes on there? Is that what it says? Oh, it says. You can't even look. Does it say my eyes are terrible? Man, that's going to look crappy on it his <laughs> face. It will look terrible. Hey, we're at 19. We're like 20 minutes Wait, left, so we're okay. Where'd everybody oh, go? 20 let's, minutes? Let's, let's keep it safe with 15. So we're still good. We can't get two hours. <laughs> so yeah, we'll have um, Percy released uh, beginning of June. Awesome. Got one in the can. We'll get one yep. else going. But so what that. are you doing for the Charleston Beer Week? Is it an event or a special Well, we beer? have the Grant event. Which is I mean, something we're not doing funky Ferkin fest. We know that. Oh yeah, that's we just don't have the space. We that that's a great event. Well, it's not happening regardless. It doesn't matter if you have space. It's it's, it, it's some rule doesn't really support it. Yeah. Well, the, the, uh, I know it's not it's not in Somerville yet. What's not in Somerville yet? Well, I feel like for a full fledged craft beer event, I would not obviously if you judge it by funky Ferkin fest is. Past. it's not it's not there yet I don't no think. it's not it's it is a really cool event we just don't have the space anymore like right. we used to, to do it um but Definitely we are now with all the new equipment right. we won't but we are doing grants event and that's always been spe- something special for us um and he's probably better off to talk about it than i am since it's closer to his heart than his mind uh so grant was a guy a friend of mine and uh he was a gentleman in the homebrew club um i wasn't super he got acquaintance but I knew him from the homebrew club, and uh, I talked to him a lot. And uh, he died, and s- since then we've done his. We do a competition every year in Beer Week. What are we gonna do last Friday? I think yeah, last usually last Friday, Friday. Yep, is what we're gonna try to sign up for because that's the 
the slots get taken up quickly. We'll do that, and then we're going to do a specialty beer um, and release it. And then this year we're going to do... Who's the... Now, that beer comes from Grant's catalog. Catalogs. And Grant was always free, very free with his beer. He didn't really care about style guides. He, Grant just brewed what he wanted to brew. <clears throat> brew whatever he That's right. awesome. Whatever ingredients <laughs> didn't, didn't matter. So that makes sense. I, I remember when I worked at Coastal, a lot of people would bring in beer, and we had to yep. label yep. it and put it label. in. That's why. Because okay. they would send those... Competition beers for yeah. us, and him and a lot of the other uh, BG, BJCP judges would judge all those beers. That's awesome. And there's a lot of beers. That bet so. Are you gonna? You should. You should input, submit. I might. Sure. Submit. What do you mean you might? <laughs> I, and I just loud you out on our podcast. They had, you a, thing, they had a thing at Family Laurie's this past. Uh, yeah, they did. This past weekend. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we'll do a beer and release it. I don't think we come up with a beer. Who's the? We're going to do, um, here's our... The HF Help No-Kill Shelter? Yeah, the No-Kill Shelter here. Yeah, we're going to do help. Brew with them as well. Oh, the for zombie the people? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's what we want to do is our fundraiser for them. Very cool. Mm-hmm. Well, Very fantastic. great group. You got anything yeah. else? I can't Probably think of anything. Questions. I think we've, I think we've covered Dude, I know. I feel exhausted. You guys exhausted. covered a lot of ground. <laughs> it seems like it's been a very fast-paced episode. It has. It really it's has. Like a race. <laughs> we went through four race. beers. I didn't even well, this is, think about it. It's kind of the first time we ever put a time limit on something. That's so true. Um, no, we're just doing that. Just like whatever. Yeah, yeah. just willy-nilly. And it leads to a lot of, a lot of issues. And uh, oh, in order for us to do two a week, like I said... We gotta keep it within two hours. Absolutely, I agree with you. Which mm-hmm. we're hitting. Plus, I feel like whose attention pan, aside from Joe Rogan fans, hit past two hours. Yeah, like, everybody that knows us will listen to it, especially well, friends of ours and people that support good. the brewery. Will I'm <laughs> hoping you guys will loop it on YouTube. Oh, fully <laughs> inside, yeah, yeah, just a month so straight. I do try to promote <laughs> you guys. Well, Absolutely, and, and we're here to help you guys too. I mean, that's why we yeah. have you on. So, absolutely, yeah. I mean, I've got a few ideas I'll family. pitch after this is over. Cool. We'll have to come back to in October. Right. Oh, for Maybe sure. Talk. Or even sooner. Dude, whatever. yeah. Whenever you yeah. want us. Yeah, oh, I can come talk to you guys every night. But yeah, we know you could talk. Like, ah, fucking Oak Road's on again. I'm tired of them. <laughs> yeah, you guys are plenty of regulars. We'll be like, fuck yeah, Oak Road's on again. That would be even better. <laughs> I got my jog on board. I got Oak Road on a podcast. I'm set for Friday. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome if that happened every day. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for bringing so many beers. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. That's, You're welcome anytime. I don't think I got to express yeah, how awesome that is. Thank you. Yeah. Next time, maybe we'll have Percy. <clears throat> yeah. That's well, the one you don't, you're not allowed on. That's like the number one goal we have for this podcast. Initially, starting off with, we want people to bring us beer to drink. Yeah, there that's you a go. Good, that's a good perk. Definitely. Cool. Yeah. I mean, you get to show off what your beers are, and it's really neat yeah. for all of us. Thank you very much. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and this is cool. I'm glad you guys did a podcast. Yeah, that's awesome. It's so awesome <laughs> to see something like this in Somerville. Awesome. <laughs> the first brewery and the first podcast I mean, in Somerville. We're going to be oh, doing a lot of live shows, too. So. Yeah, oh, that would be awesome. Yeah, we're we're going to come doing... do some live shows at the brewery. That'd yeah, we're going to do stuff like that eventually once we get... Uh... I'll get to that in a second. So you guys yeah. build an audience? Are you getting followers, all that? Yes. Yeah. Well, let me let me finish this up before we run out of camera space. Oh, okay. No. Uh, <laughs> Thank you guys for coming on. Ben no, you guys Banky, are welcome anytime. Brian Cox from Oak Road Brewery, the first brewery in Somerville. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. And only. And only. And only. And only. Yeah. 
Yes, at this point in 2018. <laughs> you gotta you watch for that? You watch those years? There's not even a date. I don't know what the fuck I was doing. Whatever. We'll talk to you soon. No way, hipsters using digital watch. Talk to you soon, guys.